Lions fans. It's time for the podcast you've been waiting for. The Detroit Lions Podcast post-game show. Hey, howdy ho, Lions fans. Welcome to the Detroit Lions Podcast, episode 448, victory edition. Four out of the last five. This is the official Detroit Lions Podcast for Reddit. I am your dashing, excited host, Chris. And with me is my equally dashing, even more excited co-host and good friend, Ash Thompson. How you doing, brother? I am doing spectacularly well, Chris. How about, how about you, man? This is uh, it's a great day to be a Lions fan. Victory Sunday. Thank yeah. you. Oof. Oop, St. Jude came in. Christopher Carlson, thank you, sir. $14. You're a good man, Christopher Carlson. Talk about that shortly. Uh, we got a lot to talk about. We had the game today that rocked, that rolled. We have uh, Coach Campbell's post-game Presser. I don't know why those letters or words seem so hard to say this time. We'll do a roundtable discussion and a whole lot more. we got a great show lined up on a great win today from a great Detroit Lions team. Ash, are you ready to go, my man? 100% ready to go. Just saw something hilarious in the chat. Let's get it on. Let's kick this off and break it down. Full Metal Savage, thank you, sir. Beer is on me once again, boys. For those of us, uh, the specific thing I was referring to is uh, Dr. Paparoni here, or Paparoni. Uh, unfortunately, this is a toxic fan base, and someone is going to try and diminish this butt whooping. He's <laughs> <laughs> so not wrong, <laughs> which is ridiculous. But it ain't going to be us. <laughs> no, it is not. Uh, currently watching. I'm, I'm, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I'm I'm just super happy that you finally come around to the stance on Jared Goff that I've been on for a year and a half. <laughs> <laughs> Which one? The one from Slack? The, how athletic he yeah. was? <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping somebody would bite. That was the most obvious bait, but I figured somebody would bite. But nope, nope. Yep, yep. <laughs> Good times, man. <laughs> um, we got a tie going on right now with the commies and the Giants, and uh, we want the Giants to win that one. So uh, Yes, we do. And they have the ball, so we'll see how that goes. Slow lights today. I feel like it's going to be a, a, a full-length motion picture because there's a yep. lot to look at out there. This team really put a complete game from start to finish. The fumble on the first possession by the Jaguars and um, – and then just score, 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 score. And we talked about this, right? We talked, but it was the shoe was on the other foot. If you don't make the other team punt, you're not going to win a game. <laughs> yep. <laughs> That's punt. exactly true. I uh, had Badgley on the bench on a fantasy team today. I was like, no. Oh, no. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> See, and this is the thing that, that Buffalo game heartbreaker it was a heartbreaker but it was it was indicative of what we've got in this team and when you want to talk about team i will go to this one i know i talked about it earlier with you off uh, as we just before we got started jerry jacobs walking down the line of the offense and congratulating him on that last score to a person to a person to a person there's yep. there's a camaraderie here these guys are absolutely the best and brightest um floundericious showing back up 200 dollars match for saint jude today during the show folks we're at ten thousand, almost 500 dollars raised we've got this this thing rocking uh flounder you're the best you're doing this all the time uh go to stjude.org slash dlp and uh throw your d- fully tax deductible donation in there help us out we're trying to uh, put together this christmas for the kids we're trying to get over a hundred thousand dollars total raised amongst our lion's Folks, we have some good giveaways that are popping up. They're actually going to, we're going to give them away during the 24-hour broadcast on Friday and Saturday. Um, 
really good stuff going on. We got an auction going on. If you go to auction.detroitlionspodcast.com, there's some great jerseys. There's a great print of uh, Campbell and Holmes and the Calvin and Hobbes style for people that want to bid. And if you're having trouble, I've seen this. Uh, a few people have this. You have to enter your shipping address and billing address in before you can bid. So you create thank an account you. and you have to do that. And then you can bid like crazy. Evan Curry. Thank you for the $20. Very, very much for uh, helping us out with the Christmas for the kids. 10, five, 10, five folks. I'm there's something we're going to do. I'm going to hold off on it. Something we're doing this uh, at this St. Jude piece that we've never done before that I think is going to add some some fun to the event and uh, color me intrigued. A very uh, a very visual evolution throughout the twenty four hours. So it'll be good. All right, let's see. One penalty all game. When was the last time that happened? And that penalty was uh, what was it? A two pancakey of a block? <laughs> <laughs> I think it was a called it on the wrong guy. <laughs> yeah, yes, it was Panay, wasn't it? <laughs> yep. yep. Uh, but we won't, you know, we won't, we won't worry about that. No, no, that's uh, today's not the day we complain about the refs, even though it's the one day where if we did, people might actually listen. Well, thank you. there was the one holding play. Golden, thank you for the $40 and 14 cents. Yeah, buddy. Oh, there we go. He broke our change, but that's okay. 10, 5, 08, 87. Thank you, Golden. Appreciate you. Um, yeah, no, no. The, uh, the one uh, pass interference that went uncalled, but you, what are you going to do, right? The thing, the thing yeah. that, that, that it, it kind of, <laughs> I've taken away from the last five games really is refer- we know refereeing is imperfect. Okay, yeah. that's 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 fine. That's okay that it's imperfect, but you want to kind of be balanced imperfect. They do that a lot in in hockey. You'll you'll see, but what we're seeing now with this team is just what it's like to see a regular game from a ref standpoint. Like this is yeah. this nothing egregious, nothing silly. This is what football is supposed to be like, and it's in oh yep, a couple calls went someone else's way. Oh, a couple calls went our way. Okay. Yeah, it didn't change the outcome of the game. It didn't have like a egregious effect. It was just this is football, and and then yep. to see the Lions put together a complete game like they did today, holy cow! All three phases, oh. man. They dominated in all three phases, and I'm here for it. Yeah, I feel like a Patriots fan right now with just very little interesting to say <laughs> about anything. <laughs> uh, we and it feels beautiful. <laughs> Giants third and two, minute fifty left in overtime, and they're just just at field goal range. Um, interesting to see. Interesting to see that. All on right, all right. Well. Um, did, what happened with the Packers today? Did they find? Did they? Oh, they didn't get the first down. Did they end up? Uh, Losing to the Bears, or were the Bears able to pull that out? I saw with it little was twenty eight nineteen Green oh, Bay. Dang. dang, yeah. Oh well. That's like I also hate the Bears, but yeah, would have been would have been nice to just watch a flaming. Oh yeah, Packers team go down. Second place, completely in our our you know total sole ownership in the NFC North. That would have been really great. There is a, a true changing of the guard right now. Um. A true changing of the guard. Uh, the tie would be fine, Rich. I think, though, we have the win over the Giants, which is our tiebreaker with them. So that kind of helps. Yeah, we um, have the tiebreaker over either of those two teams. It's just the the oh. commanders have one less win. So if they had another loss, that gets us one closer to actually getting there, if that makes sense. See, see. All right, let's see. We talk about it. Uh, hit the win. Thumbs hit the thumbs up do your part thank you very much all right so let's talk about this jared goff um 
seems like the guy. <laughs> He's definitely I a guy. This. I loved him. This, uh, <laughs> man, I uh, <laughs> trying to bait me. I feel it. I feel myself being baited right now. Um, no, uh, like, well, that's that's the thing we know with golf. The highs are high. Real high. Yeah. High enough that another franchise gave him a like hundred and some million dollar contract. You know what I mean? And then two years later had enough of the lows that they decided that they may maybe rethink that whole scenario. Yeah. <laughs> but uh like that that's that that's always kind of been the thing though. The the highs like when he's good, he's so good. You know what yeah, I mean? Like yeah. but when he's not, he's so not. Uh <laughs> But it tends, he tends to not be when he doesn't have any supporting cast. And it's a lot easier to pick up extra receiver depth than it is to try to find a top five quarterback. Yeah. If that makes sense. Like yeah. if you have to have six wide receivers on the roster every week, every one of whom could start, that's easier to do than to find a better quarterback than Jared Goff in the draft. It's the, it's the hardest part about this whole thing, right? And well, yeah, because I mean, they're not the quarterback you draft isn't going to be better next year. That's the thing with this. There isn't a maybe Bryce Young, maybe would like be a little bit, but any other guy you draft is a step back immediately. And you, like get, you draft AR 15, that guy's not going to be as good for your offense for three, like three years, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, that's um, like he'll do some stuff with his legs, but he'll throw half as many touchdown passes and just as many picks. <laughs> That's the one. The one thing that I was um, kind of worried about. Oh, hold on, they're playing around with it. The Lions are playing around. Okay, we got it. No, we don't. Okay, still waiting. Still waiting for everything to come together right. on, the, on, on the presser here. Sorry. Um, yeah, the, the thing. That's the thing I always keep thinking about with Jerry Goff. I mean, there's a lot of treasure in this pick from the Rams. There's a lot yep. of value there. And it feels like a reach to use it at because at, at, you're not going to get Bryce, right? I mean, you're just not. No. So then, so then what do you do? I mean, anything else feels like a, a, a super reach. And there's more, more to come on the quarterbacks, right? More to become. The thing I was kind of laughing about a little bit today, I don't. And I don't see laughing, but when Trevor Lawrence got hurt, I was like, ooh, I, I don't like doing that to our future quarterback. <laughs> because I think a trade is the way you get your guy. And I think he's a guy that, I mean, they've got him for five years. So they got two years left on him, right? After But, this but even that, with the trade, you're not guaranteed to get somebody better. You know, like look at Russell Wilson still has more bathrooms in his house than touchdown passes on the season. He's an anomaly, you know, though. He and it's 12. An the number is 12. That's one a game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, my goodness gracious. Um, so it's it's still a wild question. Still, still a wild question. Um, oh, if you win on the bid for charity, what's the process for payment? My tiger is real. And Chris, thank you both for your $20 donations. You guys rock and roll. Um, yeah, boys. When you win at the end, you'll be named the winner and you'll be able to pay right on the site there. And um, once it's there, it'll be like go into your shopping cart as the winner, and then you can just pay uh, on there, and shipping will we'll get it all handled to you. We've got it coming from a couple different places, um, but it's all there, and it always it'll all be out and in your hands prior to the the Christmas holiday. So you should all be in good shape there if you're if you're buying for gifts or whatever. Uh, really, really good stuff there up for auction though, and more coming. There's a Swift sign ball, uh, a great stained glass piece that can be commissioned, and uh, a bunch of like Hawkinson stuff. That's I mean still valuable, cool stuff that's going up here. Uh, thanks to Greg Warren for that. I was 
food poisons <laughs> yesterday morning. I lost my day to oh. about 5 p.m. Uh, and I miss I have a lot. I have so much to do prep for Friday. So mm. Vikings pulled it out. That's no good. Thanks for that. Uh, Golden for letting us know about that one. That's not specifically what we were looking for. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, that's kind of like realistically the division is out of reach this year. That's that's like we <laughs> that's not happening, <laughs> sadly. Um, you know, not not that like wild card is actually a realistic expectation. You know what I mean? But yeah. it's still a more than mathematical possibility for sure. Like we're we're back. The, like theoretically, we're back two games. You know what I mean? What should we do? What should we do with Risden and his James Houston? <laughs> and it, it's like he hadn't said a word about the guy all season. I, I you know what I mean? I, I, like I, not not a single negative thing to say about the guy <laughs> since training camp when he didn't look very good. Mm-hmm. To be blunt, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. But like we have. That's that even even the beat reporters that are there don't see much of what these players are actually doing on the practice field. You right. know, like they're there for 15, 20 minutes over the course of an entire practice day. Yep. Something like that. Yep. So like they also like as much as we it's it's the best information we have to go on because without them, we would know absolutely nothing uh, other than, you know, the occasional pieces of, you know, your charisma having drawn human beings in who will, will talk to you about things. Uh, <laughs> other other than that, though, uh, like we would we would know like literally absolutely nothing like this came out of nowhere. But that kid, that sack was like that was a big boy pass rush. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That had so much nuance. Like he, he came off the line like you shot out of a cannon all but stopped with a stutter step and then just kept going like that stutter step had never happened. And like, that's not a bad offensive tackle that he just walked around, like not, not top tier. You know what I mean? He's not going to the hall of fame, but he's an NFL starting offensive tackle and made him look like a child, like a, like a parent running around on the like dads versus kids game. You know what I mean? Yep. And, and then almost killed Trevor Lawrence. That's a, you know, that, that was unfortunate, but like when you're that low coming off the block, that that's where the guy gets hit. Right. Yeah. If, sure, if it sure. was dirty, they would have called it, you know, like there is a penalty in the book for dirty hits to the legs of a quarterback and that did not get called. So like good on Houston. That was just a great play. Yep. Uh, a couple things going on here. First, um, asked, asking what's the link to the auction auction. Detroit lions, podcast.com auction. Detroit lions, podcast.com. All that stuff's there. Remember when you fill out, when you create your, your profile, fill out your shipping and billing addresses, or, and then you can bid. That's the one thing that holds people. You don't have to put a payment thing in yet. Um, let's see the other one. Do we beat the jets? Um, I've got a strong yes on that. Um, and thank you, David Zamora, for that. I, I, I think that we've got the Jets pretty well in hand. I don't want to say that anything is a, a freebie. Clock's yeah. running. They spike it. It's going to be, what, a 57-yard field goal there for the – Yeah, it looks like. With 15 seconds left. That's what we're watching. Uh, yeah, also, yeah. Uh, Zayka, I'm trying. Uh, Jamie with only one target and minimum snaps. Wasn't expecting him to play a ton of snaps, but he barely played any surprised after how well he practiced. I think the Lions were just rolling with the roll. They, it was, yeah. it was going fine. They weren't going to disrupt yep. it, and they were going to stick with a minimalist plan on a game like that, especially for him to come out to pull a hammy, to oh, tweak yeah, something anything. that that would have yep. been like the absolute worst outcome. Why are they playing him? Yeah. It, you know, <laughs> there was no exactly need. What, there was no need. Yeah. You know, so I same yeah. old lions. You got to take care of the players. <laughs> yep. 
like, yeah, like why, why bother? Like the kid has two practices in nine months. Maybe he can have another week off. Yep. 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 <laughs> you know, like maybe we can wait a little bit on a gigantic blowout game where have like revealing anything that they plan to do with him would have been a giant mistake this week, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? He went out there, he had his one pattern where he just ran up the sideline and got shoved out of bounds because he weighs 168 pounds and that corner is a big boy. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to the NFL kid. Have a seat. (laughs) Yeah. And I think people need to temper their expectations too, right? Because like this is a relatively small guy who's going to have to, you know, kind of pick up how to play with the physicality of the NFL. Like we can't expect him to get 180 yards receiving unless it's on 360 yard bombs. <laughs> and, and the thing, <laughs> you know, yeah, I think we're going to want, need a little bit of, um, <laughs> sorry, Jameson has, can we get Riz to mention a few other players that are going to fail the NFL? <laughs> <laughs> can we just get him to read the lions roster, please? Yep. <laughs> The following players are not going to succeed this year. Oh, my God. Jared Goff. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Phil goals up. Um, let's or is, is, is back. It's up. And it and, is oh, short. Short. No, it's, it's short. A That's a tie. All that right. is the legitimate worst case scenario for this game, I think. I don't think it's the worst. Well, it basically doesn't drop. It only drops the commodes a half game back of yeah. where they were yeah. on the, as far as the percentage goes. Yeah. Like, I mean, if we have the same number of wins, whether we had the tiebreaker or not, I guess it's not that like it's a race to a certain number of wins. Right. So, yeah. I mean, we already had the tiebreaker. We still have the tiebreaker. We just didn't gain anything here. Yeah. Yeah. But we did. We did gain on the Giants because yes. they also didn't get a win. Exactly. You know what I mean? So that's exactly. only one of those is going to matter in the end. All right. But. Quick, quick, uh, we got a comment from Duncan. These nuts. We were in command from the first minute of the game and didn't let off the gas. 100%. That's the thing. Yep. This this is like, there's an element of, this was a, this game was absolute blast. Like, I was chill the entire yep. time. There, I, I never felt stressed. This was one of the most put together, fundamentally, you know, all phases of the game, relaxing. I never, ever had any creeping doubt. I mean, this was an Awesome, potentially one of the best Lions games and most relaxing, enjoyable Lions games that I have in 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 memory. I, I, I can't yeah. just think of well, nothing else pops in my brain as uh, as something that. We had some folks in the chat getting a little uptight when we kind of for a bit there went into a prevent defense and they they had their eight and a half minute drive for a touchdown. Yeah. People started getting like, oh, no, they're within two scores. Oh, no. It's like, OK, we need to stop being the same old Lions fans, because how many times have we watched our team do exactly what the Jaguars did today mm-hmm. and come out and like give us just a glimmer of hope with a touchdown that means absolutely nothing that is just handed to them. Yeah. You know what I mean? On a silver platter and like, okay, just, just, I hate to, to quote Aaron Rodgers, but just relax. <laughs> Dave Griffiths, <laughs> JMO total bust. Didn't even make a catch today. That's for sure. That's for sure. Terrible we're, player. We're, we're, we're done with him uh, on the trade block immediately. There Not was a kneecap something. biter. <laughs> Corey, I wish there was a fifth quarter today. <laughs> I know I was good. I, I was legitimately kind of bored at the end. You know, like it was like it's nice to see. It felt really good, but it was just kind of like it was over. Third, uh, like the third quarter ended and the game was done. Total Lions win. Nice to see beat the teams you should be beating at home. David Gerald, absolutely, absolutely. This is one where 
This is how it should have been. What now? What was what was the the line on this game? It was like one and a half points, right? Yeah, and which isn't fair which, because you're supposed to have a three point home benefit anyway, right? Yeah. Oof. Well, that's that's the disrespect that the Lions get in terms of like betting odds. But again, that is just them trying to con people into giving them money. Fair. You know what I mean? Like, that's the thing we have to remember about betting lines is these are not win loss predictions. These are not score predictions. These are what do we have to put up there to get the wrong people to give us their money? <laughs> and that's that's what it was. You know what I mean? Oh, man. Uh, oh, you're getting. Don't ever quote Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, yeah, we Watch talked about, talk I'm gonna about it later, talking Brandon. about the medicine anytime now here. <laughs> Um, Dirty hippie. I think the tie, the the way the tie hurt us is that they didn't get a loss out of the commodes. They're just at a at a point where, um, I, but they're both they're both some. Well, a loss or a tie doesn't point, matter. Yeah. For, like honestly, actually, now that I'm thinking about this, this was the best case scenario because neither of these teams got a win. Yeah, yeah. Like because on a equal number of wins tiebreaker, we we already beat them. That's yeah. That's you know what I mean. It's we're good. Yeah, so so it took away all tiebreakers. Actually, it took away that benefit that we had of yeah. a tiebreaker, but yeah. it's it's effectively a loss. But yeah, one of them was going to gain an advantage. Neither of them gained that advantage. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like we moved up one; they didn't move. Yep. So in the end, this is the best case scenario. The over under on the game was fifty two and a half, and Lions getting that <laughs> on their own. I'm going to give well, this about two more minutes, dumb. but I think they're gonna they're they're gonna mess up and miss the post-game presser from from coach which is hilarious because they're at home it's their equipment they should be able to yeah. figure this out but well maybe it's a ford field thing that was causing the audio to go to hell in the middle of the game <laughs> <laughs> maybe they, don't, they ran out of microphones uh all right let's see what else do we got uh if if we don't get to the if they don't get to that here really quickly we're going to go ahead and um, pop right into phone calls, folks. So give us about two to three minutes here. We'll know if it's going to be phone calls or the Dan Campbell presser uh, after really, really shortly here. So we'll know. All right, let's talk about this. Um, Casey Boy, you're seeing it. Where are you seeing it, Casey Boy? I'm not seeing it anywhere. Yeah, no, nothing, nothing. Okay. Okay, if it's on yeah, like and they I, don't have when it. When I Google Detroit Lions post game, we come up. <laughs> That's how it's supposed to work. I love that. I love that. Search engine optimization is a beautiful thing. <laughs> and it's without clickbait crap. All right, tell you what, if it's on right now and they don't have it on, on the site, then we're going to likely say we're moving on and take uh, move into the the uh the happy point of where we take the phone calls let's celebrate this win together let's do the the fun stuff we got it uh you know the number 248-782-8384 248-782-8384 and uh we'll get your calls on the show when you guys when we hear you all right um let's see here let's see if this is working hey caller what's your name how much have you had to drink so far all right hold up i got Two things to do. Can you carry it for just one second, Ash, while I... I suppose. <laughs> uh, so let's let's talk a little about the, the, the heroic effort of, of Jared Goff today. Let's uh, discuss that just momentarily. Like, what do you want from a quarterback if not this I, is, is really the question. I have to ask uh, a whole bunch of people who are still 100% off as though we could literally take a can of soup 
put it in a uniform and get a better performance. Like this game is not in 99% of quarterbacks. It just isn't like on their absolute best day. If everything goes right and they have the most dominant roster, they're not going to do what Jared Goff did today. And like, let's remember that, yes, he did only have two touchdowns, but there were a number of passes that they went down inside the three yard line. Like those, as far as if you're grading what he did, that is basically another touchdown. Like, yeah, you know, our, our league leading wonderful running back, who's going to get paid a gigantic amount of money, probably somewhere else kind of sniped a couple TDs today. How many did he get today? Let's see. Mm. I can, Do you recall I can, how many Williams got today? Uh, it was at one? least two, I thought. I can get that right here. Uh, Williams one, Swift one. Okay, yep, so yep, yep, like yep. basically we had a couple running backs, snipes and touchdowns from him too. So, like, like what do you want? Like, they're not going to score a touchdown on every drive, even if it is Patrick Bones. There we go. I'm, I'm hearing a call. Let's take that so All I can right. stop talking. Yeah, thank you. Sorry. I, yeah. <laughs> I hate technology sometimes. You know, yeah, it's the worst. It, it like it just breaks. It just breaks. Yep. Like it worked, and then it it just broke. Hey, caller, what's your name? How much have you had to drink so far? Uh, I'm Jeff. I'm from Grand Rapids, and um, well, fortunately, I'm not near as drunk as the last time I called last time. So I won't say frankly, anyway. Um, somebody in the chat earlier mentioned penalties and I've been a Lions fan an awfully long time cause I'm like stupid old. And so, you know, and love Wayne Fonts, but you know, uh, you know, in the regime before, um, Jim Schwartz, they had such, you know, weenie penalties. And I appreciated the fact that as soon as Schwartz became coach, the penalties became ludicrous, but stupid aggressive. And the yeah. only thing better than that is the fact that we have no penalties. And that is just, I, I, I cannot tell you how much I love that as being a longtime Lions fan. That is just something that's unheard of. This, this year has been, I mean, essentially penalty free, even the games where we had, you know, you know, like six or eight of them, in essence, they were penalty free if you take the entire body of work for the team. And the other thing I want to cover real quick before I let you go um, is, okay, when the, the incompletion, the shark incompletion was overturned, that to me is starting to show a change with how the league views the Lions. Because once upon a time, like Blandino said in, in the telecast, that he didn't see enough. But, you know, maybe the Lions are starting to get the benefit of the doubt because they are becoming a good football team that plays the game correctly and does everything right and is in its earning respect of the league and their peers. And again, that's something that this shows you why what we have going on right now is something I've never seen in my 40 some odd years of being a Lions fan. And people say, oh, yeah, you say it's, the, it's, it's a new thing every time. No, this is a new thing. We've never had a year zero. We've never had six year contracts. We've never had ownership totally behind what's going on. This is uh, we're starting to see perhaps something that is is truly special happening and i'm excited to watch it and i think it's great and for the love of god like subscribe and share <laughs> and have a good day you guys thanks a lot brother appreciate it <laughs> well if they're gonna shill for us what am i even here for yeah yeah my gosh <laughs> this, is, this is spectacular 
Um, third and long passes for a first down. That's a great one, Calhoun Lion. Yeah. They just were crunching it today. I kept calling him first down St. Brown. I know it's touchdown St. Brown, but it's he's good for a first down almost every time he catches the ball. And that just beat down St. Brown. That, that, yeah. That <laughs> That's what it was today. That he took. Um, holy yeah. cow. And my guy just got up and went with it. And I don't know if you saw what was, I forget the name, um, the linebacker's name. He was hurt a little and then they played again. St. Brown's yep. on that next catch that St. Brown made. He hops up the linebacker that hit him way something yep. limped off the field. <laughs> yep. St. Brown is just a beast, man. He, he's my Mr. Universe. <laughs> yep. I love that guy. I have loved Like I fell in love with that guy six months before he was a Detroit lion. You know what I mean? Like just watching that tape. Yeah. It's like, that is, I want to cheer for that man. <laughs> you know, like sometimes you just get a guy where you're like, man, that's, there's something real nice to look at there yeah, and yeah. we're going to get to look at it for a very long time. Cause I suspect that when it's time to hand him a bag, they are going to hand him a bag and he'll be happy to take it from them. Oh, yeah. Give everybody a bag, including, yep. including Ben Johnson, the happiest employee in the Detroit lions uh, yep. building. Give that guy all the money that he wants and more. Absolutely. A little bit more because, uh, cause he doesn't yeah. know he wants a little more yet. Let's throw some bonuses <laughs> on there for sure. That's uh, <laughs> make it not a choice. He's, you he, know what I mean? He's my dream offensive coordinator. And you guys know, I mean, the ones that have been listening for uh, with us for a long time, we were there. Um, we told you when Aylin was going to be gone, we told you that he was the guy long before they did, because that was, that was a, very well managed from an HR perspective, organizational change. They did a good job on that one. Hey, caller, yep. what's your name? How much have you had to drink today? Hey, man, I'm drinking that golf Kool-Aid. This is Jersey Rams, golf's biggest fan. There you go. And, uh, right, all right. Where you been? <laughs> hey, man, I, I've been listening. I've been uh, commenting on YouTube. Riz made me so mad last week when he said <laughs> off the ones where golf wasn't the, the quarterback, and that was the reason why, which I thought was ridiculous. Especially when you consider that Josh Allen will ball in the dirt in Miami on fourth and two lost the Viking game, and then you beat the 32nd-ranked Lions defense, and all of a sudden that made him the guy in golf, not the guy. He's just ridiculous. Quarterbacks don't have bad games and good games. But as you can see, when you give golf weapons, you give him time, he does what a lot of quarterbacks can't do. And that's just plain and simple. He is a very good quarterback. And three defense, apparently McVay is still in – telling him what to do in the headsets because he is out there dealing dimes <laughs> and looking good. And just look at the NFC for one second. You got Daniel Jones, Jalen Hurts, Tyler Heineke, Dak Prescott, um, Kirk Cousins, uh, Geno Smith, and now Jimmy Garoppolo just left the game, Brock Purdy. Are you telling me if golf and the Lions get in the playoffs that golf can't be in one of those quarterbacks? Who, <laughs> one of those quarterbacks going to the Super Bowl, right? Like we all be talking about all these elite quarterbacks. One of those guys who we don't consider elite is going to the Super Bowl. So, and I'll put my money on golf any day of the week. I think my thing about golf is, you know, 32nd ranked defense. Now that's obviously improved. But when you're talking about improving the defense, you do it with a couple draft picks. You, this defense could easily be a top 10 defense next year it, it, with, yeah. with, the, with a couple pieces. Easily could yeah, be. Defense is super volatile. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
to get yourself you one of the 15th best quarterbacks in the world. That is one yeah. hell of a gamble to try to get the 15th, one of the 15th best quarterbacks in the world. And, and, and I saw a tweet from one of the beat guys, you know, Oh, well you got to have him homes or, a or, a um, a Brady or whatever to win. And it's like, okay, well, or an Allen. yeah, or an Allen. That was it. Uh, you gotta have him a homes or an Allen to win. All right. Well, pack it up, everybody. There's only two teams, in the NFL, then let's not play the, yep. the league anymore. Let's not play the games anymore. And those guys but were both why, in the Super Bowl last year, right? Give, one of them were. Why do we give Allen all this credit when Allen know. hasn't been to a Super Bowl? Right, he hasn't been there. Take Allen threw a nothing. ball behind his head in the Super Bowl, like he threw it behind his head in the playoffs. Yeah. Like this notion that you know he's good, right? But he has bad games just like every other quarterback. No, hold on. Which is why only Jared Goff ever has bad games. I've been told by Lions yeah, fans repeatedly. <laughs> he's he's the thing about Goff is is he's polarizing <laughs> and he holds he's I think he's held to an unfair standard. I think he is what he is and you can you can win with him. I think there's a lot of places the Lions yeah. can improve this team to turn it into a winner. I think and I think those places are a lot less of a gamble than trying to find the top 15th quarterback. And and even then if you get a top 15 in the world, what if he's 13? Is that incremental enough improvement to that suddenly we're going to win games when, you, when we talked about it earlier when we started when when you can't make a team punt? Well, that's not going to win any games for you. I think there's a lot of other places where this team can have make impactful changes uh, and 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 turn the the win loss numbers can flip those and turn those into a lot better place. Now, look, is he the guy at the very end that's going to do it? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, we'll no. just have to see. We'll have to see what, what what happens. But right now, Goff is not the reason this team lost. It, those losses in the early. We were. What are we? The only team that has more than thirty point average. That sounds like we're doing all right. Exactly. <laughs> I don't well, exactly know. Exactly that, man. You look at the losses. Go ahead. Yeah. You tell me a bad quarterback that leads a top five offense for different teams over the years. Bad quarterbacks just don't do that. He led a top five, and it was number one one year with the Rams. And the year they went to Super Bowl, the defense was ranked 18th. It wasn't top 10. And now he's doing it again with the Lions. Like, he's showing you he knows what to do when you give him tools to win. And although all those weapons out there, when they're healthy, they win. I just hate that every week it, it comes down to it's a bad pass, and that's the reason he can't be here. When we know there are a lot of things that go into a team winning, coaching, defense, special teams, all that plays into a team winning. Can golf be better in the pocket? Hell yeah, he could be better in the pocket. But he does deliver the ball when it needs to be delivered. Yeah. All right. Well, I appreciate you, man. And um, you, you, you've, you've, you've had me look at things a little bit differently. I'm, 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 I was pretty out on golf for a while there. I think that there's other things that we can do that are higher impact for this team to turn games into wins uh, along the way. Is he, he's not the first thing I'd change. He may not be the last thing over time. (laughs) <laughs> but I, I, th- I think this. Right. I think I, I, he's he's not. He there's so many other reasons these, this team is losing games that um, he's not where I would take my gamble. Yeah, yeah. These last five games are going to be awfully fun. So oh yeah, buckle up. Oh yeah. You guys have a good night. You too, man. Thank you. Yeah, buddy. All right. Oh, he's he, he's got you know he makes a decent argument. Um. I like this one. Lions fans are not used to a well-rounded team. 
And uh, like this, they think a quarterback needs to be making ridiculous highlight real plays all the time rather than making us uh, use of a talented roster. And that's so interesting because, number one, being the guy after Stafford, the hardest role for any quarterback in the NFL. Yeah. And it's just almost impossible to live up to the standard, number one. Number two. Particularly with the year Stafford had last year. Yep. Like that's him leaving and doing that made Jared Goff's life impossible. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you look at that and you're like, okay. And then you see, you know, so you got that going on. And then you start thinking about, well, okay, if, if that's that, that's the way it is. But I think the NFL is changing. And yeah, it's a quarterback league. It's a passing league right now. But the Lions have found a lot of their success this, this year on the ground. And I think you're seeing an evolution in the uh, in the uh, offenses of the NFL kind of back toward a more balanced approach because everybody's stacking their defenses for the pass and all yep. of a sudden the run becomes really, really productive. I think you see a lot of, you know, evolutions and um, I'm not, I'm, I'm all right with where we are. I'm all right with where we are. Yeah. Like, I mean, everything is cyclical in the NFL. Teams adjust to a thing and then somebody finds the new thing and that's what everybody does for the next five years. Yep. You know yep. what I mean? Like the Seattle style defense as an example, like yep. how many teams hired literally anyone who could run that defense as their head coach for how many years, <laughs> yep. you know what I mean? Yep. And it, uh, it worked for some did not work for others, but <laughs> that was the thing. But then Sean McVay's offense comes around and it's basically just designed to eat that defense for breakfast. Yep. So everyone who can run an offense like Sean McVay suddenly has a head coaching job in the NFL. <laughs> and then the defense comes around to what could stop that. And then, Yada, yada. And now we're seeing, okay, well, the defense that can stop that is, you know, two high safeties, light boxes, yeah. nothing but nickel all the time, yada, yada, yada. So what do you do to beat that? Obviously, you load up on tight ends and you run it at the, that poor guy who is stuck with a run fit and weighs 186 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> you find that guy and you run it at him. Yeah. Hey, caller, what's your name? How much have you had to drink? Hey, Chris, am I on here, bud? You are. Oh, man. Well, I just, that was weird. I just was listening to you guys talk for a while. I wasn't on hold or anything. <laughs> this is Chuck Cobber, man. I miss you guys. Ash, how you doing? You text the queen. Not too bad. <laughs> <laughs> you, look, you look good, baby. You look good. Let's go, good, Juan. Good to hear. Let's go. So, man, uh, what a good night for us, man. What a good day. What a good night, man. Yeah. Um, I was calling in because uh, I wanted to comment on a, a couple things, if that's cool. Um uh, the third and one golf chart connection, right? That has been dead all season. Uh, golf has not been, in my opinion, throwing the ball where a six, four receiver has the best opportunity to even catch it on deep balls. Um, and what I love to see, um, in a team that's young and in a team in this, this kind of situation where people are building chemistry is to see them get criticized on that deep ball against the bills. And then come back and have that connection be only second in line to Amon Ra and Goff yeah. this week. And so they, they built, you know, they, they spent time. Um, I, I think they just worked on that connection. Um, and uh, part of it may be a reunion game, you know, due to Chark wanting to ball out yep. against the Jags. But I wouldn't put much weight into that aspect of it yep. compared to the fact that they just want to win and improve. And I, I just thought that that was, that was pretty, pretty sweet today. Uh, we have not seen that type of connection. And there were some tight windows. They weren't all easy throws. And uh, for Goff and Chark to take that step today, I think, is only uh, bodes well for the team as a whole, especially uh, with J-Mo coming back and what he can add. We'll see, you know, as he develops and reacclimates. But 
in the near term, you know, Chark's a guy that, you know, um, you know, is a veteran, you know, and has been in the league for a while. And he's a guy that we paid 10 mil to. Um, and uh, it, that was really cool to see today, in my opinion. Bounce back, you know, missing that, the, you know, the Bills game and uh, the end of the game and uh, to bounce back today, that's not same old Lions kind of shit, you know? That's resiliency. That's like improving week to week. That's, yeah, that that's badass, man. Yeah. I'm stoked. 100%. You guys pumped about that shit? Tark was only <laughs> two yards short of 100 today with an average just of 19.6. Um, well, let me ask you guys a question about Chark. Like, if I if I told you it was going to take six games for him and Goff to get on the same page and have a good game, would you have been surprised with Chark having come off season-ending injury, first year with a new team, if I said, okay, like, sixth game, that's when they're going to click? Would that have surprised you? I don't, I, 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 I don't think so. Because this is Chark's sixth game wearing a Lions uniform. Yeah. Like there was that big period yeah, in the middle of, to where he was injured. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like yeah. the first week back, he was still obviously just a decoy. Right. So like yeah. there's really only been four games where he was healthy prior to this. God, but this wasn't, you know, my point, I, I, I totally hear you Ash, but you know, my point is that this was like a big leap from anything yep. we've seen all season. Oh, huge. And I think part of that was, yeah. Right. And, and that's what I'm, I, you know, I get, I totally agree with your point. Um, but I think that the leap we've seen today versus, you know, all the previous games was was pretty big. And so I think I, – I, I just think they focused on it. I think Goff and him got together. I heard one beat writer talk about how they just uh, – after the Bills game, uh, the whole time they were in the locker room, uh, Goff and Chark were just sitting in the corner talking, you know, uh, talking about that last play and trying to get on mm-hmm. the same page. And, I, you know, frankly, I dig the shit out of that. Yeah. That's, that's yep. good, you know. You know, to see. Yeah, that's um, that's that that, that well, kind of um, teamwork and and uh, those guys those guys those guys got a connection. I think and I think I mean you saw like I said when Jerry was walking walking down the line and congratulating the offense. There's a connection in the players of this team and, and and they they care about the game. They care about each other. And with that, they they have they're all talented individuals. It'll come together. It'll come together just fine. I mean, Goff hosed me a little bit. I needed him to land ten more yards today to help me with my bet. But other than that, what <laughs> <laughs> really matters. We got a couple weeks. <laughs> All right, caller. Hey, but thanks a lot for calling, brother. Appreciate it. Oh yeah, man. All, All right. right, we'll Peace, see. You. All right, hey, got a bunch of calls coming in. We're gonna hit another one right now. A hey, caller, what's your name? How much you had to drink? And... You there? Oh, hello. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> hey, buddy. Oh, uh, I am so sorry. I'm watching you on YouTube on TV, and there's a little bit of a delay, so you just caught me off guard. I didn't Boom. think I'd get in this quick. I know it's I you, I heard Brandon. myself laughing in the background there. <laughs> <laughs> How you doing, man? Where am I? Well, I, I, <laughs> how am I doing? My goodness, what are you thinking of the whole city of Detroit? This is unbelievable. <laughs> this I mean, is, uh, who cares if the Red Wings, Pistons, and Tigers lose anymore? You know, the Lions are winning. <laughs> it's the only Detroit sports team I care about, so I agree with that sentiment entirely. Go Oilers! Red Wings. <laughs> there, yeah, there, there you go. But, uh, uh, they, they are almost the, uh, the the Pistons and the Wings are just kind of almost like a, a uh, supplemental. Well, at least they won. 
kind of from time to time, you know, even though they are, they're there. Well, the wings are doing pretty good, but this one's yeah, like last year's. And wild. you got college football. So, you got Michigan carrying anyway, the torch, yeah. right? I mean, you're doing okay with all that. Well, yeah. there you go. It's I'm a lot awesome better awesome. year this year. Yeah. It's a lot better year this year for sports in Detroit than it was a year ago. Yeah, that's the truth. That's the truth. <laughs> uh, hey, listen, I'll go ahead and get into my with the. I, I just got a few things I wanted to cover. Sure. And, and first of all, all the talk about oh well, Agnew and even Marvin Jones is coming back to the old team. Let's see what they're going to be able to do against the Lions and so on and so forth. I said, does anybody remember that DJ Chark played for the Jaguars last year? <laughs> no, no, guess not. I said, I have a feeling he's going to go off on them. And the boy, did he ever. I mean, he, did, he had a great game, as you guys already discussed. Yep. So I just want to give kudos to that. And if it takes him a couple of games like that after to get get back into the rhythm, I have a feeling Jamal's going to do the same in a couple of weeks against the Jets. Yeah. The Jets is going to be a team. <clears throat> so we got the Vikings next week. That's going to be a tough game. There's there's no question. Yep. I mean, we were close in Minnesota, so I, mm-hmm. I hold out hope. I hold out some serious It's not hope. unwinnable. No. Like, they're not a super team. The NFC just sucks. That's why yeah. they're at the top of it. Yeah, and yep. they and they yep. barely pulled it out. They barely pulled it out today uh, in Minnesota. They've had a lot of squeakers. Um, it's absolutely a winnable game. And if the Lions win that game, seriously, I mean, look at their schedule. Okay, and I hate I hate I hate the schedule peaking, but we're far enough in the season now we can start to you know say some of these teams are who we think they are. I mean, after the Vikings, you have the Jets, the Panthers, mm-hmm. and the Bears and the Packers. I, frankly, the Vikings probably being the most difficult. These are all winnable games by the team that played today. Yes, yeah, I agree. Uh, in fact, I kind of had the Vikings down as a possible loss, but that is a home game yep. as opposed to. Uh, the Jets, which is an away game, and playing on the road is a different animal. Uh, however, this team has surprised me and actually how well they play on the road compared to what uh, the old lines with Stafford always had to helm always did. I mean, the team had to be absolutely dreadful uh, that they were facing to be able to win on the road because otherwise it was like a tooth and nail, like they should not be having a problem with this team so badly, yeah. and they would. Yep. You know, like Chicago, for instance. I mean, how many times do we see Stafford going to Chicago and the team was a lot better than the Bears and throw two interceptions and lose the game? I mean, it's <laughs> really what it's Sir, to. how <laughs> dare you besmirch the golden child? <laughs> yes, yes, that's the truth. Well, Short memories, man. You know, all well and good because all, all is well and good now. I mean, we're, we've got the best of both worlds. We can hope for wins and hope for the Rams to lose. You know, there we go. And Stafford's out of the picture with an injury. Uh, hopefully, he gets feeling better soon and that's, everything like that. That's the but, thing, uh, Brandon. How, how, about golf. how crazy does it feel, though, to be like so into the draft and the potential for a super high pick while you're starting to do the chart the the map to playoffs <laughs> at the same time? I mean, does yep. it doesn't that feel so strange? Yeah, it's probably the first time in our in our history. Yeah, that this has ever happened. I mean. Uh, somebody asked, I think it was on the, uh, our, our, uh, cousins on the, uh, over there in Britain, they're, they're at the UK, uh, uh, site. Mm-hmm. said that he wondered if, is this the first time a pick could go number one overall that was done the year before? And I look back and it would be, 
there there was only like four picks that went number one overall that wound up going number one, but it was either just after the season was over or that during the draft, just before the draft started. Uh, so it was exact, just maybe a month before or less. Now this this is a different story here, man. Uh, listen, I, I'm going to go. Uh, I know you've had much discussion about golf, but here's my take on it. And I, I sense uh, Chris probably, and you might have seen this. I think in the long run plan, Brad Holmes has always had this in mind in that he is a chip and he is a bridge quarterback eventually mm-hmm. for the future on further in the future, the long game. Uh, if golf plays very well this year, that's great. He's got the picks to take another quarterback if he wants up high in the draft. Next year, if he has one, he's going to stash him, and golf is going to play. And if the Lions are mediocre, meaning, you know, golf is in by draft, uh, by, by, by uh, time to try and get a, a, a trade done midway through the year, I think he'll be traded and he'll start the new kid. Now, if golf is playing well, let him go through the end of the year. That'd be great. And then trade him because we will get another draft pick for him. If at least if they cut him, because he will still be only one more year left on his contract, we'll, we might get a compensation pick for him even in 2025, I think. So regardless, he's got the best of both worlds all the way around in contract and money and so on and so forth. Uh, I mean, if golf just tears it up and this goes on and on and on, then they may not even take one because then you got to figure out the valuations of the rookie classes coming out and, you know, so on and so forth. So uh, that's my thinking on that. I think it's all basically financial as opposed to, oh, it plays terrible, oh, it plays good. It only reflects on the money as far as I'm concerned. Uh, now, Here's another thing. My next point, the playoffs. Uh, I sent you an email, Chris, of everything I kind of looked up the best I could. And one thing I did forget is the Cowboys are in the playoff scene as well as the Seahawks. So that leaves only three teams that would be for the sixth and seventh seed. That's Washington and uh, uh, New York. Uh, and then maybe the Lions would be on the outside looking in, and that's really just for the seventh seed. So a tie today was horrid. <laughs> I, that means they both have better records than us, and they will not They will not split. Right. So one team is going to be worse than us, but the other team will be better than us if things turn around. So it will be a long shot now uh, the way it's going. If they win out, then they have a shot. If they lose once, which I projected they at least have one loss uh, to to the end, then eh, it's, that's the end of it. But it's still a good season, even at nine and eight, which nobody expected. Yeah, but, absolutely. Uh, uh, regardless, we're one win away from the consensus. Guys, that's, that's my thoughts on all that and uh, uh, everything else. Uh, let's enjoy the week, baby, because this is great. One hundred percent. Take care, guys. All right, I'm going to sit back and enjoy my week. All right, man. We will talk to you, brother. <laughs> <laughs> all yep. right you two can give us a call 248-782-8384 248-782-8384 or if you get skype you can just go to detroit lions podcast all one word and uh connect to us that way hey caller what's your name how much have you had to drink 
Hey, this is Nomad from Oregon. How are you doing today? Hey, good. How are you doing? From Oregon, did you say? Yes. Wow, way out west, man. Huh? Good to have you on board. How did you, you're, you're originally from Detroit, or how did you, how did you fi- f- jump on the Lions train? Uh, growing up, uh, my dad was a Lions fan, so I got a bunch of stuff from his side of the family. There you go. All right. You got a, you, you got a, a, a very wonderful, smart father. <laughs> yeah, he's a good guy. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, hey, really quick, I just want to say thanks to Brett. Kuzno, 40 burger and a win. It's been a minute. Thank you, sir, for that super chat. All right, caller, what do you got for us, brother? What do you, what did you see today? So I was, uh, because I'm out here, I couldn't watch the game. I was uh, listening to it on the radio while I've been in the kitchen all day. But um, one of the things I wanted to touch on was going back a couple weeks ago, um, you and Risen had a conversation where you were talking about golf being a systems quarterback, but that the but when the the quarterbacks take over an offense, uh, it becomes their offense. Mm-hmm. So what I'm Ideally. You know, I know that the the whole thing of golf keeps coming up over and over again. How much is what he's bringing to the system what is helping the offense really take some significant strides forward? even after we got rid of Stafford. I mean, I love the guy. I'm glad he got a Super Bowl, but he didn't do what he needed to do here, even with the talent that he had. Interesting. That's, that's kind of one of the, that that's kind of the lead to my favorite question to, to scramble Lions fans minds right now is if Jared Goff wins a playoff game, is he a better quarterback than Matthew Stafford? <laughs> and people, <Yes. laughs> people just the, the you know the, the the twitching starts. But in a, in a weird way, I, I said it last week. I think Matthew Stafford held us back a little bit because, and I, I say that not because right. he's a bad quarterback, but because he was so good and he could put balls in places and make receivers look like something that they necessarily weren't. Kenny Galladay's performance after the trade to the Giants is, is probably a great example of making somebody look like something that they're they're, they're probably not. Um, and I think mm-hmm. that evaluation hurt us on building out the team effectively and, and as much as the you know, the Quinn GM and, and everything else did as well. But I think, I think that just kind of put us in a place where we weren't seeing things as clearly as we maybe could have or should have, and maybe put too much pressure on that one position where the kind of concept now is you have to spread it out and you have to build it out. Um, the fact that Goff, look, Ben Johnson is the mind behind this offense, but he worked mm-hmm. with Jared to make an offense that would work for Jared Goff. And it's just Which is what good coaches do. Right? Yes, yes. And it's a system. It is a system. And they're working bad at, coaches don't. I, I, I know there's there's troubles along the way. Um there's times when Goff has been explicitly told to get the ball to somebody and didn't and there's conversations that happen. Um there's it's the, the, it's interesting. And I think there's some give and take in these places and um I'm it's interesting. It's interesting. This is the I think the best potential system for this quarterback and this group of players. And I think we're we're, you know, we've got the right kind of coach doing the right kind of work and building out the right kind of plays with the right kind of players. And that's that's what you want no matter who your team is. That's what you need to find success in the league. Does that make sense? Mhm. It does. 
And, you know, one more thing, and then I'll get off here so you can get the next person. But, you know, again, you know, I hate to compare the two because they're just so completely different. But, you know, you had Stafford here, you had Galladay, you had uh, Megatron, you had all of these tools. Uh, you know, and, and some people said that the defense kind of fell apart there. But look what we had through this season. You know, Goff, with all of his issues, he has ran an offense that is performing at an absurdly high level. Two games, once against the Patriots, once against the Cowboys, back-to-back weeks, where, you know, things kind of fell flat. But that was also in the the midst of the everybody-was-broken phase. Mm -hmm. You know, you can't play when you have nobody really healthy out there. You only have one tool. I mean, the defense is going to pick up on that and shut them down. That's exactly what happened. But for the rest of it, I mean, look what they threw up against the Eagles. Nobody else has done that. Look what they threw against the Bills, even. I mean, Dolphins beat them for their first win, and they only scored, what, 20 points? And the Lions beat that. Now, they got beat, you know, on the the backside, but that's not on the offense. The, the, The losses this year, for the most part, have not been on the offense. You can't normally expect an offense to score or to need to score 35 points a game in order to win. The first three and, games are 100% on the defense. defense. The first three games of the season are right. 100% on the defense, and we scored 35 points in every one of those games, the number one offense in the league. You flip that, you, you like like I was talking about with the draft and where you put where you put your money, you flip that, we're an eight-win team all of a sudden. This is It's a whole different mm-hmm. season if you just had a little bit better yep. defense at the beginning of the season. The defense is coming together now. And some injury stuff and some other things, but that's that. I mean, that's where that that shows you the difference on on what you're looking at. Um, it's a, it's a team game, and you know, one thing I see Lions fans doing right now, and again, being the guy after Stafford is the hardest thing in the world. But our quarterback wins a stat or not, and that's I think people that were arguing I that was, it's not a stat when Stafford was here are, are arguing that it is actually with Goff here, and I think that's just yeah. disingenuous. Whether 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 or not. He, you like him or not, that I think is a disingenuous argument. I don't, yeah, I don't like the quarterback stats as a stat uh, or quarterback wins as a stat on its mm-hmm. own. I think it needs a lot more context and a lot of other stats. Yep. Perhaps too. Yep. Absolutely. All right, my man, I'm going to let you go. We're going to clear out the lines here, but thank you so much for calling. I appreciate it. All right. Thank you. Take All right. Care. Thanks a lot, man. From Oregon. That's great. Do we have a sec? Or do yeah, we have yeah go, go ahead. Go ahead, man. Okay, all right. Like, if you look at the losses this year, 35 points scored, loss. 24 points scored, loss. 45 points scored, loss. Zero loss, six loss. 27 points scored, loss. 25 points scored, loss. Like, 24 points should be enough to win a game mm-hmm. almost every time. Like, the average in the NFL is, I think, the last time I looked it up, it was 19 points is the actual like average score. So like if you score 24 points, you should win that game. Yep. And and the Lions have they've like honestly, like when people are, you know, going off on Jared Goff, the guy has had two legitimately bad games this year. And everything else was mid or great. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know? Like yeah, he's overall a pretty middle of the road quarterback. But- middle of the road legitimate NFL starting quarterback. But Ash, he can't put the team on his back and carry it. 
Neither he, could Matthew Stafford. <laughs> oh, but he needs if he could just get over on the defensive side of the ball and play some linebacker, yep. I think we'd be all set. But it just that's why he's not a good yeah, exactly. He if he could step up in that last twenty four <laughs> seconds and maybe get between Jared Allen and and Mr. Diggs. <laughs> Um, like, when people are like, well, they left too much time on the clock. They left less than 30 seconds on the clock. And, and there was a, a face mask that didn't get called, but we'll, yeah. you know, don't, we're not playing rough ball. So Nick C, I don't think this team is winning the Super Bowl, but man, I would love to see all these young players get their first playoff experience. What a dub that would be for year two of a thorough rebuild. Yeah. The youth of this team is, I think, one of the biggest benefits, not just the growth of the players, but what it does for your salary cap and how you have money available again. Yeah. Tell me what team that's in the playoffs that the lions can't beat because they've come within three or four points of beating most of them. Like if you tell me they can't beat Dallas, the, the evidence says that that's probably true, but Dallas might not even be in there. Yeah. 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 Oh, boy, what a good time. All right. All right. We'll take your calls. 248-782-8384. 248-782-8384. Or you can just give us a ring uh, via Skype at Detroit Lions Podcast. Hey, caller, what's your name and how much have you had to drink? Hey, it's Jamie from Montana. Hey, Jamie, how you doing? Pretty good. How about yourself, bud? I couldn't be any better, man. It's a victory Sunday. Got a, a a nice weekend yeah. here. Other than being sick yesterday, getting ready for St. Jude on Friday. Twenty four hours of who knows what kind of fun, but it, it'll be fun. <laughs> oh, I'll be tuned in all day and probably all night too. Awesome, but awesome. I just wanted to say that for the Lions, I actually have some competition. I jumped on to play Madden NFL because they totally dominated the Jags today. <laughs> It was it was absolutely fantastic to watch what they did to to the Jags. I mean, it was just such a complete game. I mean, the old school Patriots, that had to be what it was like to watch football in Boston for a decade. You know what I mean? Just to know your team's going to win. Just you're like, it's OK. We're going to win. I'm cool. It's chill. <laughs> I bet their, was, their livers are really weird because up. I'm good. I'm used to tuning into other teams and watching blowouts and thinking to myself, man, I, I wonder how this feels when you're a fan of a team. And then this year, a couple times, it's it's felt like that. And I, as a Lions fan, and everybody talks about Lions fans have to learn how to win, and that's a real thing. And it's crazy to think that from where we were to now in this little hot streak that we're in, that we're actually having to learn to win and not get paranoid when we're only two scores up thinking, Oh, SOL. But <laughs> I just wanted to call, let you guys know that this is awesome. And I will uh, be tuning in for, for the fundraiser and apologize about missing your calls, Chris. No, it's it okay, bro. A couple it's, weeks for me. It's been crazy. It's been, it's been off the hook. But, um, Wait till we get the, to a little bit it, slow with uh, the later times. I'll be talking about what's been happening in my life and how busy I've been. It's like, it's, <laughs> it's insane. It's, it's nuts. No person should be trying to do all this. <sighs> so anyway, yeah, uh, I will do for, for, for every thousand dollars you raise, I'll take a pie though. Ooh. And I'll start sending out those ooh. videos for you. Are, are we starting with the 10 now or are these 10 going to count? <laughs> 
I'm going with the, my first video will be for this 10,000 we have right now. Ooh, love it. Love it, man. That's awesome. That's, that's fun. I, I really appreciate so that. That I means that Ash, last time we talked, you said you were going to match. So yep, when I post 100%. that video, you owe at least that, that 10. <laughs> I'm doing it in one video on the day. <laughs> <laughs> well hopefully it's 50 pies to the face that would be awesome <laughs> i hope so too i hope it's 70 that'd be great i would love to go buy all the materials to get myself i'll get all my students involved and be like hey after school today we're pieing mr thompson <laughs> I, I suspect i'd have a big line. i think i can get 70 <laughs> i think my kids are more excited about putting the pie dad's face than what they are about the fundraiser so oh, yeah. <laughs> i have to teach them about giving a little bit better <laughs> oh man well thank you dude appreciate wow. it and look forward to seeing you and talking to you as we do this uh this fundraiser starting on friday at 9 a.m 24 hours yeah. we've got a lot of great interviews a lot of great stuff coming and there's a great i'm telling you guys you got to tune in it's a great visual that's going to happen here as this progresses you guys it's 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 going to be pretty hilarious i guarantee it i guarantee you're <laughs> going to laugh and love it good times all right jamie thanks for the call brother appreciate you no problem. Talk right. to you later, buddy. We'll talk to you, man. Bye. We'll see. All right. Jamie from Montana. Um, really quick, stjude.org slash DLP. Flounder, if you're still out there, can you tell us where we are in the match? He's going to match $200 in donations today. We've got to be over $100. Uh, we are at $10,589.01 so far raised overall. If you go to stjude.org slash DLP, you can donate your fully tax-deductible donation help you out it's the end of the year you want to get those little deductions uh in there before it all goes away help a great cause and uh do great thing for sick families or sick families with sick kids who need help it's uh, the time when they could use it the best um i'll tell you we have some like i said some fun stuff we'll talk i think i'm going to hold out till wednesday to talk about what we're going to do um here throughout the show but we've got some great interviews uh 24 hours of exciting, fun, cool stuff. We've also got an auction going on right now. There's a Jamal Williams jersey. There's a DJ Chark jersey. There's um, all kinds of great stuff there. You, you don't want to miss it. Go to auction.detroitlionspodcast.com. Check it out. Make sure to fill out your billing address and shipping address when you do your little profile, and you can bid like crazy. You don't have to put a payment method in there yet. Auction.detroitlionspodcast.com. stjude.org slash DLP. We're uh, just about $20,000 away from cracking $100,000 total raised uh, by the podcast. And this is the fourth year of doing this. So please, please help us out here and make this happen. Do you want to show off your tattoo from last year, Ash? That is an awkward thing to try to do right now. <laughs> but I'll tell you what. We're all about awkward, Ash. Come yes, on. we are. All right. We're doing this. So. Okay, I'll talk a little while you. Oh, oh we're doing. We're, we're going to do do it. Oh, we're going. Look at that. Oof, that's beautiful. That's uh. That's all we get. That's the skin show for the day. That's what gets us demonetized. <laughs> there it goes. That was Ash's tattoo <laughs> from last year's. Um, last year's podcast. Uh, yeah, fundraiser. Ash came on. Which, just, if I recall, was because we hit the thirty k mantle. I had to go get that done this summer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So we'll see. Maybe I'll come up with something if we can hit 45. Oh, man. That's awesome. That's awesome. Great, great stuff. All right. <laughs> Got awkward ash from Joseph in the chat. That's great. Love it. Yeah, that's right. 
Um, Absolutely never wearing pants during live streams. Come on, man. No, no. <laughs> this is pants-free podcasting right here. Um, let's see. Ash is getting laid via ink sauce. My barber tries saying tattoos don't get me any. <laughs> and you're just going after the wrong ladies, my friend. There is a target market for every man. <laughs> Um, Bengals over the Chiefs right now, 14-3. That's good. This Lions team, though, if we if I go back and think about what we did today, just from a stats perspective, Jared Goff, 124.7 quarterback rating, 340 yards. I need three 350-yard games out of him. Damn it, I've got one. This was, I thought, one we were going to get. Um, on the rushing side of the ball, he got about 100 yards, just under 100 yards between uh, Swift and Jamal. Get Justin Jackson in there. He's and 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 combined in there, and you're over 100 yards rushing for the game, receiving over 100 yards for Amon Ra, oh, two yards short of 100 for uh, Chark, DJ Chark, and 49 receiving yards for uh, DeAndre Swift. You got uh, Brock Wright, Justin Jackson, Josh Reynolds, Khalif Raymond, Shane Zilstra. I mean, to have eight people involved in the th- in the passing game, nine people involved in the passing game is incredible. I mean that ball was going everywhere, and and you got a target to JMO, which is exciting. Yep. <laughs> foot picks. Got people in the chat asking for foot picks. <laughs> Only fans <laughs> exclusive. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, this is good stuff. All right, so again, we'll take your calls two four eight seven eight two eight three eight four two four eight seven eight two eight three eight four. Go ahead and get in here, and uh, we'll talk Lions win. We'll talk about the future of the Lions. We'll talk about just about anything. I don't. I don't. Think anything's really off the table for for chat? Seems like not. Yeah. yeah. Um, schedule going forward again. Vikes are the probably the toughest game. The Jets gave the Vikings a little bit of a scare today, though. Yep. They they early it was they were getting blown out. Jets came back. Um, we're at the Jets. I would so love to get a Let's Go Lions chat going there, though. <laughs> after, after would the, be nice after the jets one here panthers i just feel like that's a that's i hate to look past anybody because they're all nfl teams with nfl starters and as soon as the panthers traded everybody away and fired their coach they they, they won a couple games if i recall correctly mm-hmm. so like i mean that is a team that does still have some teeth you got to show up and you got to beat them and that'll be the test basically like that's the the kind of game the the, the same old lions would drop you well, know you what know, i you mean know what? Though, today's a game that they would have dropped, actually. Yeah, 100%. Today is a game that the same Yeah, I'm not Lions, saying let's, the, let's, the jury's out. Like, I think, that's as a couple people have said here, the, we can see the corner, and it's in the rear view. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, we're, that, this is not the same old Lions. But none of it, nothing about it is. Like, they made, like, they dropped a close game last week on a last-second loss by a great play from a great player. Lions have done that a lot. Uh, <laughs> a lot of teams have done that, though. That happens a lot. Exactly. That's That's the thing. Like, we can't see everything bad that ever happens as an indication that the sky has already fallen right uh, you know? color give us just one second here because i want to i want to i want to hit this point and, and this is a game this this it, for a way for a weird way for lions fans this was a trap game because historically the lions would build up your hope like that you get the 10 days off you're like oh we could have built to beat the bills and you have the sol fans there and then you have the people that are like no no it was so close we've got it and the lions would turn around 
and drop this game against the Jags. Not yep. only did they not do that, but they came out and they ball dragged the Jaguars up and down the field for 60 full minutes. I mean, it's not close at all. No, no. I mean, <laughs> it was all Campbell just walking out there and saying, These nuts. Are across your face and nowhere else. You're going to choke on them. It was a game. This is another one like that Giants game was very much a signature kind of game for the team. This is that corner turning signature kind of game for the Detroit Lions. This is the game that says they're real, which is why I don't think the Panthers game is a game that they're going to walk past because Dan Campbell isn't that kind of coach. He gets them up and he understands the importance of every single game and doesn't himself look past teams. I think he's very much in the moment and he makes sure that these guys are as well. And it's very easy to look at this as one we should win, but they've only lost one other game this year by 10 or more points. Yep. Yep. Uh, Caller, what's your name? How much have you had to drink? Hey, Chris. This is Brett. Coos, coos now. Coos. How you doing, Uh, brother? All right. (laughs) Good. Um, I I, I really don't count how many beers I had because I think that might be the first sign of a problem. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Once you know what it is. (laughs) Exactly. Don't count. Don't know, my friend. Right, right. Right, right. But uh, I think along the lines of what you guys were just talking about, one of the things I wanted to bring up was that uh, every loss the Lions had is a team that's currently in the playoffs. And every team with a losing record they've played, they've beaten. And then they beat, you know, the Giants with a winning record. So what you guys were just talking about, about like possibly getting into a trap game with the Panthers, I'm like, this team is doing what they're supposed to do. With the current talent level they have, they're beating the team they're supposed to beat, and they're re- and they're overreaching sometimes. And then today, I mean, uh, when that line came out and they started saying Jags by one, I was like, "That's a joke." This is, I mean, the line in this game should be Lions by at least seven and a half. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm like at home. That's ridiculous. That's asinine. We're both four and seven, and I'm like, I know they've been doing well. But I thought that was ridiculous. And then they delivered the beatdown that I thought they were going to give. So I think this team is, for the first time in a long time, is at least performing at expectation in any given week. So I didn't. I wanted to hear what you guys had to think, what you guys thought. About so you're that. saying in the parlance of the children, this team is mid. <laughs> Bet. Oh yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Like they're it's they're they're not bad. They're not great. They are nobody should look at them as a pushover in the teams that you are going to lose. Uh, that's that's I'd say where we're at in the development scale. You know what I mean? Like I was hoping for six wins. We're one away. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> so I, I'm probably I I hope I'm going to be happy with the the win number this year, man. <laughs> yeah. You know. Yeah. That would be the that would be the one thing that would derail me is if we didn't get to if we didn't get to that six at this point, that would be a problem. Ooh, yeah. That that would be a trend wreck. That would. <laughs> but I don't see any bad. signs that that's even on the table. Mm-mm. You know what I mean? Like they're showing up every week, and Bro, in I- terms of talent the lions are not better than the Jaguars in terms of the players that are on the field. Like this was a coaching win against a team that has a coach who has won a super bowl. 
Yeah. So people are going to still be talking about how Dan Campbell's not a good coach. Like, um, what did you just watch? Because I watched one team get prepared, go out and kick the teeth out of another team that did everything this offseason that people were screaming they wished the Lions would do. They went out and signed a thousand wide receivers. Right. They signed a bunch of linemen. They spent draft picks on the same positions we did, basically. You know what I mean? And uh, well, beat the living oh, tar out of them today. The they have the youngest stud quarterback. Has to be all on coaching. Yeah, yeah. That, that they well, and they got Jerry back, and Jerry's magic. Right, Jerry is absolutely magic. <laughs> people, people don't understand. Like the people that don't know, don't know, man. Jerry's definitely sticky. <laughs> like I, I love that man. Everyone's like, we need to draft a corner high. I'm like, no, we need to draft some corners late, my friends. So we got some depth. <laughs> we got two. All we right. got two. <laughs> Yeah. All right. I'll let you guys go, but I wanted to give you a quick, quick over under. Somebody give me. Does Jamal beat Barry Sanders sixteen rushing touchdowns in the season? Yes. He's got what five more games to go to get. All right, to get two. To get might three. Be to beat blown him. if he didn't. Yeah, he does, and I'm okay <laughs> with it because yep. it's it's a 17 game season you can you can you can use that as an excuse as to why he did it right and get away. And but even if you don't have to, like Barry wasn't a goal line back. That mm-hmm. wasn't his thing. Like the, he, right. he just, he, when he, he from twenty yard plus yeah, touchdown say, runs, then they'll be twenty <laughs> yards or more out. Then he's a goal <laughs> line back. Your goal line's the red zone. Yeah, if, if they tackled him in the five, they used to bring in. Uh, was it Ron Rivers? They used to bring yes, in? it was Ron Rivers <laughs> and Corey Schlesinger. Let's not forget yeah. about the great Corey Schlesinger. <laughs> oh, yeah. Is he a strength oh, coach in the NBA my now? Favorite dude, the guy. He's great. Schlesinger averaged what one and a half broken face masks a game. That yeah. was awesome. Yep. Yeah, he did yeah. not. That he was truly uh, a Smash Mouth player. Of course, yeah. Schlesinger was the guy. Man, that would oh, be some Schlesinger and some David yeah. Sloan. Those are some good days. Yeah, yeah. All right, Kuz, oh, yeah, we're, so we're gonna we're gonna talk Friday, right? Yeah, uh, we should be. Uh, Cameron will still be at school, so it'll be a split. He uh, he's gonna have to log in on his own. Okay. Do you, so. you think what time's his final? He's got final, so he uh, he had treatment this week, mm-hmm. so he he's supposed to have finals going into next week, but some of them might have to be deferred because uh, he asked for time, which the school is very accommodating because he's going through yep. treatment. Yep, yep. So some be. of them might be delayed, so that's why he's kind of delaying into the week after. So okay. that's why he'll still be at school. All right. If, if we could do but, anything uh, during you know, the day, let, if we could zoom it up that way, that would be... Better, but we'll, we'll I'll, I'll hit you up offline. We'll get it. We'll get it together. Yeah, that's cool. DM me some DM me some times, and I'll hit, I'll get with him and see how it's going. Uh, and just any time, but the two o'clock hour will make work. All right, that works. All right, brother. We'll see you. All right, thanks, Chris. <laughs> Be good, guys. Coos. Thanks, brother. All yes. right, Brett. The coos. His son Cam. We've had him on before. Has a, a real compelling mm-hmm. story fighting cancer as a kid, and. um gonna have him on he's going through treatment again and uh we'll get him on we'll have a, a great conversation it's it's really inspiring Cam's story yep. listen to the cam talk so hey caller what's your name how much have you had to drink so far uh i had uh, <laughs> i've had like two or three cherry pepsis and, but i uh nothing no, nothing nothing in the spike okay uh, Make sure to brush your teeth. uh, I enjoy my drink. Oh, yes, I do. (laughs) Okay. Uh, So, hey, I can't let the cavity creeps take hold. Maybe you answered answered this earlier. I I I got in a little bit later. The tie between Washington and the Giants, how does that affect us going forward? Um, If you could answer that one real quick, and then I want to talk about Boston. 
Let's do the Thai one last and talk, and then and, and do golf first. Is that okay? Okay. Okay. Oh, oh, golf and I'm a golf. Uh, golf. I, I don't. I, I'm really getting. Oh my God, I'm so irritated with all. You know, we've got to draft the quarterback that, that, with that Rams kid. We got to draft that. Why? The guy. Okay. Is he? Is he Josh Allen? Is he? No. Uh, uh, Patrick Mahomes? No, not. But he's exactly what this offense needs. He's a manager. Is he a check down thing? Yeah, he is. Why do you think I'm on Rahead? So I mean, it's he picks. He doesn't throw. He doesn't throw a lot of picks. Is he great under pressure? No. But I don't know many quarterbacks at all. I really don't. Yep. I am really. I don't get why what all this hubbub and it's 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 a loud crew. Uh, about how badly we need a quarterback. Brad Holmes isn't drafting a quarterback. He is going to ride with this guy. I'm telling you that right now. He is going to ride Jared Goff. And whether you like it or not, he's probably going to be our quarterback for the next, at least next year. Probably a two or three. So get get used to it, people. This is our guy. Um, so that's just my take on Goff. And I'm not unhappy about it. I really am not. He doesn't make a whole lot of mistakes. He doesn't necessarily lose you games. Um, but he will. Um, and he doesn't necessarily win your games either. I guess he's, yeah, he's middle of the pack. Like he's supposed to. But he's a manager. He doesn't, um, I don't know. What, what's your take? I'm, I'm really, I'm getting sick of hearing people bash on the guy because he's a California kid. He, he doesn't fit in. He's, he's had a hard life going to a town that, you know, thought he stunk when he, the day he dropped in. So, uh, what, what's your guys' take? I think most people don't know what the hell they're talking about when it comes to quarterback play in the NFL. Just to be perfectly, Thanks. completely blunt about it. <laughs> like, people have unreasonable expectations. They expect perfection. And and they're comparing him against Stafford because we've had, what was it, 12 years of Stafford. We had so many years of this guy who slung the ball, the gunslinger, the whole thing. There's no quarterbacks there's out there like him. You can't replace him. And if that's all you've been trained to see in the NFL is Matthew Stafford as your quarterback. And, oh, we're just, it's everybody else. It's not Matthew. That's the problem. And then you get any but other even that wasn't true. I, well, I know it's, I know it's not, like, that's, but I'm that's saying thing, people's like, eyes have been trained by him, yeah. and they think that's well, the what it is, has though, to be. The thing is, though, people's people's perception of Stafford is just wrong, because they they dog Jared Goff for disappearing for the third quarter, which he has a lot this year. But Matthew Stafford would disappear at the end of the first quarter and not come back until the fourth quarter in like a third of the games every year. You know what I mean? Like people only remember the positives of Matthew Stafford, and they don't remember that he was the streakiest player. We, like the, the guy would just be like we, net nothing. We hired a coach to fix him. Yeah, and, and his home. version of fixing him was to make him a twenty touchdown a year quarterback. To try to that's make him what a, fixing him to was. try to make him a game manager. It's yeah, <laughs> like Jim Caldwell's dream quarterback okay, so, is Jared Goff. True. Yeah, you're right there. You are right. Jim Jim Caldwell would love Jared Goff. Yeah. Um, Put put this guy in the Joe Lombardi offense and see how that clicks. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. You put. put, Here's the thing. You put. uh, You put Matthew Stafford back on the Lions with this offensive line, with this running game. He's only throwing for 250 a game too. Why can't people see that? 
Why? I don't get it. Jared Goff is doing, he's done yeoman's work. And not only doing yeoman's work, he's doing it quietly. He's not barking at the press. He's not pissing and moaning about his situation. He came in and just put his nose to the grindstone. I'm really proud of the guy. I mean, he, you know, he, he, he's done he's done a lot for Detroit, and he doesn't get nearly the credit he deserves. So uh, the only thing, the only thing I want to touch on um, uh, more is the defense is finally looking like it's starting to flip. It's starting yep. to really. It. They only gave up. They only, they only gave up one touchdown today. Gave up a couple field goals. Uh, I was thoroughly impressed. Uh, Hutchinson's becoming a beast. Uh, and uh, that defensive, even the front getting, getting, I'm surprised. Uh, Houston had another kind of sack, uh, almost took the legs out of, uh, the legs off of Lawrence today. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I'm glad Lawrence didn't get that badly hurt. I'm glad he came back. Um, but, I uh, am too. Boy, you know what? Yeah, that's one course, of the things about Lawrence. I, 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 I have this irrational, like, dislike for the opposing team right and if if it would have been any other player i'm like okay he's hurt i hate that the player's hurt maybe he can just stay out the rest of the game and 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 then he can come back for them next week right but i really felt bad i like trevor lawrence for some reason i really like that kid and and i felt really bad for him when he went down i was glad that he was able to come back when i saw the replay of the replay of it i was like oh he's not coming back that looked really nasty yeah uh but hey Flexible kid, good job. Um, yep. But yeah, the defense looks looks like it's starting to get, you know Aaron Glenn for whatever for whatever for whatever you want to say about Aaron Glenn, he's pulled it together. Um, he's got he's got them playing, you know, eleven guys to the ball. Uh, defense and the, the corners are are really shutting guys down. You know, food is kind of a key. Jerry is the unsung hero. He's going to get his name. He's going to get. He's going to get his eventually. But um, uh, we just look good defensively, and then I, I'm I'm going to be at that Minnesota game. It's going to be rocking. It's going to be rocking next week because uh, I don't know. If, you know. Um, so anyway, if, if I can touch, if you touch on the the uh, Washington New York Giants, if we if we have, I know if we happen to tie with the same number of wins, they would both win out. I know that. But would we have to totally get over that hump in order to get in? I got a baseball analogy that covers this one, I think. Uh, but with the tie today, okay. they each picked up a half game on us in the pennant race, oh, if that, that makes sense. That sucks. Mm. Well, that like they, means if we get over over more, if we get over them, we have a half We have to get more wins. Okay. But we have, and neither of them got a win so today. We're two, we're two games. So we're, so we're a game and a half out right now. Yeah, that's that's what it comes down to is take the yeah. win total differential okay. and add half a game and basically add a win to that. And that's what we need. I'm taking the Lions in this one, boys. I'm all in. <laughs> Kool-Aid up. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you, gentlemen. Uh, you guys have a great rest of your Sunday and I uh, appreciate taking the call. Yeah, for sure. Thank you, brother. Thanks for calling in. When we find some thank gentlemen, you. we'll yeah, thank them for you. <laughs> Come on. Now you talk bad about me like that. <laughs> I mean, it's true, but it's still, I mean, <laughs> you gotta, <laughs> oh man. Woo. That was good. So lions pull this out today. This is big game for the lions, big score, 40 to 14. Uh, the stats are there. They, 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 they just put the, the Jags down. I mean, 17 for 31, Trevor Lawrence, yep. um, 179 yards, even crank 
200 yards. And almost, there was no interceptions, but just in a little bit of Jerry love, he almost got it. He almost yep. got that INT, man. It was. Oh. I suspect Jerry could have been a world class volleyball player. I was going to say his hands look <laughs> really hard, bro. <laughs> yep. I think that was, uh, yeah, no palming from him. That is a rock hard hand all, all day. I think we have an edge player with softer hands than a quarterback. Yep. Yeah, but we that's, do. That's why you play corner instead of wide receiver. Yep. <laughs> Maybe, maybe he needs the the 203 hits at the jugs machine at the end of practice every day. Oh, man. <laughs> Go, yeah. Oof. But it's all right. It's all right. If you break it up and drop it, I'm, I'm okay, Jerry. You got that. It's yeah, all good. Yeah, 100%. I'll take a pass defended yeah, rather than really? a touchdown. For sure. All day long. <laughs> hey, caller, what's your name? How much have you had to drink? Hey, guys. How are you? Good, Brad good. out here in California. And I didn't all have right. a reason to reach behind the bar today. Nice. Good for you. Good for yep. you. Yeah, yeah, it was calling me, but uh, yeah. yeah, I stay true. Yeah, no, no, it's, <laughs> it's, it's <laughs> old habits are hard to break. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <sighs> good day to break them, actually. Yeah, yeah, and to be honest with you, I just took a cold shower just to make sure I'm in reality. So. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, in yeah. California, who knows what well, they slipped in your drink? What do you got, man? <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> uh, nothing too specific today. Uh, just every weekend, you know, out here, it's mostly my in-laws, and they like to rag on me every Friday. Oh, how are the Lions going to do today? <laughs> and uh, I told them, we're going to wipe the floor with Jacksonville. And they all laugh at me, of course. And go figure. You know, that's what happened. And I'm so happy to be right for once. <laughs> and I'm kind of getting this feeling, you know, that, um, you know, our intuition about this team is kind of becoming the norm. And it kind of feels good. You know, I can go into each week kind of feeling confident. You know what? A W is not too far out of reach. Not the same old lines. So. Yeah. Yeah. No, this is, this is just, I'm, I'm having a hard time paying all this attention to the draft and playoff things at the same time. It's this weird, like I, I, my brain doesn't think in two different worlds at the same time, but I mean, this is where we sit. Um, not, and it just reminded me. I better go check that Rams score because they were they were close earlier. Uh, oh God, the Seahawks are only up by one. Um, <laughs> that's it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. And 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 the idea that there's a genuine chance to make the playoffs. Look, this is this is going to be interesting. If the Lions, and I'm, I'm this is a crazy scenario. If the Lions win out and still don't make this, the the playoffs, people are going to be angry. <laughs> People are going to be angry. This, those people we talked about at the beginning of the show, Ash. Oh, good yep. winner, you know, and and instead of actually just seeing, like Caldwell, yeah, <laughs> yeah it's not it's not at the refs uh, at that situation. You know, we'll find something to be mad about. Yep, but yeah. I'll tell you the one thing that's true: those people existed in New England for the whole decade. That team kept winning. Those yep. same people. So I, I, for people that get a little uptight about that, just just let it go. Just let it go. Right That's now okay. they're losing their mind about Bilicek not having been anything without Brady. <laughs> well, like, like, let's like, come on, man. <laughs> not everything has to be a binary choice, you know. <laughs> like, it's not red team versus blue team on whether Bilicek or Brady was responsible for the Super Bowl wins. Like, <laughs> oh, Corey brings up a good point. If the Rams win one, let it be against the Seahawks for the playoff implications. Oh, why do you do that to me? Yep. <sighs> okay, fine, fine. Honestly, I don't care about the draft position because the more games the Rams win, the less I have to talk about quarterback. 
That's probably true. In the off season, ultimately. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Go Rams! Uh, yeah, I'm, this year I'm cheering for them. Yeah. After that, uh, yeah, after that last podcast, I'm slowly leaning towards your end of the argument there, Chris. Yeah. <laughs> so. Well, the thing that really sw- just it. stuck it. it with me was the whole um, Kirk Cousins and Jared Goff with the same stats, and and and, yeah. and living two different that. lives, right? Sure. It's, yep. Yeah. Wow, wow. It says a lot about what you're surrounded yeah. by. It says a lot about it. So you can do it. Build a team. Build a team. All right. What else Absolutely. is going out there in, in the in the CA, man? Uh. Well, we finally got some rain, so that's good. I was dancing in it earlier. <laughs> um, aside from that, out here in the land of fruits and nuts, not too much. There you go. All right. All's well. Well, it's, it's good to hear. I, I oh. lived there for a long time, and I enjoyed my time there. I, I enjoy my money more yeah. now, but thanks. <laughs> uh, of course, yeah, I can imagine. Yeah. I'm envious of you. Uh. Uh, but, yeah, I'll let you guys go, but, uh, you know, always good talking with you. You too, man. Take care, and... Uh, We'll touch business next week. All right. We'll see you, brother. All right. I talk about that. You know, I, I did the math. It was a 24%, 24% cost of living change to move wow. to Florida from California. Well, think about what you would do with that race. <laughs> well, the problem is when I do it, I'm taking out gigantic pay cuts. <laughs> <laughs> Because y'all hate teachers. That's all I'm saying. Mm. <laughs> no, we don't. Nationwide. We don't hate them. No, no. They're, they're in, in California, they make some real cash. Yeah, but then, you know, there's that whole bill situation. Like, so they can rent a one-bedroom apartment to yeah. themselves? That's exactly right. <laughs> you, you got a classroom. Sleep under the desk. Yep. <laughs> like, I can go to Hawaii and make like 100K a year, too. Mm-hmm. And that would be enough to rent somebody's closet. <laughs> you can make some. I mean, there's ways to go. Oh, man. All right. Let's talk about it. We got the Lions. We got the Lions on top. We'll, we'll clear out any other calls that anyone wants, yep. wants to get through. We'll do those. 248-782-8384. 248-782-8384. We'll get you in there. We'll get you in there. And and uh, Corey, if I could get my wife to move to Michigan, I'd already be there. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately. <laughs> and it's still warmer she, than where you're at. <laughs> yep. Well, she's not here either now, is she? <laughs> no, no, no. Also, no sea turtles in Michigan that I'm aware of. So, Teachers are in the top three professions for that produce millionaires. Well, yeah, because they quit teaching. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Hey, caller, <laughs> hey, call what's your name and how much have you had to drink? My name is Corey, and I'm just, like, trying to convince Ash to move to Michigan, man. <laughs> well, I'm glad I just responded to your comment right before you were here to hear it. <laughs> I know, man. I heard you. I heard you. I want right, to call good, back because it sounds like the callers are dying out. And if you guys need to take other calls, that's fine. But we haven't talked about James Houston yet. And I want to talk about yeah, James Houston, baby. James Houston. Let me just yes. really throw back really quick. Um, Who was it that said something a couple weeks ago about James Houston? <laughs> um, boom, just, boom, 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 boom. Yeah, I think I actually in the, in the post-game, post-game presser, Riz asked a question about Houston, and uh, the response from Coach was, "You've had enough of that shit. <laughs> Sit down, Riz. Uh, Sit yep. down." <laughs> so fun, busted his chest. He was talking about how he was giving uh, Penne and Taylor problems and shit, and um, <laughs> you know, previously as well. And I, I dug the hell out of that. But man, you know, 
dude, after that, that first game performance, um, I'm sitting here <laughs> like watching the video clips and the highlights of those sacks. And I'm like, man, that's Vaughn Miller-esque. That's Vaughn Miller. That's Vaughn Miller. Like that dip, the speed, the shimmy, the getting off the chips, the yeah. hand usage. Yep. And I was like sitting, I'm just like, okay, don't, don't respond to anybody on Twitter or any place. Don't, don't compare this guy to Vaughn Miller. Sit. And then today he did the same damn thing. Yep. And no tackle can get that low. Mm-hmm. Nobody. No. He, he keeps his balance that low to the turf. But that's literally on his knee. That is still going forward. Uh, I know, right? That's <laughs> the callback touchdown is how he's yep. sacking people, right? His knee yeah. is scraped at the turf. Just like, holy shit. Um, I just think we got to talk about him, man. I don't want to monopolize y'all's time, but I, I kind of want you to move. I'm in Ohio, for fuck's sake. Um, but thinking about going back to Michigan. But if I teach again, I'm going back to Michigan. That's for sure. So maybe we can caravan, brother. <laughs> Sounds good, my man. I, I love it. And, and can we, since we're talking about defensive players, I'm on I seventy-five, man. Pick uh, me up. Let's go teach. I don't want to. I don't want to completely take this James Houston love away. But we had a game here that was the Trayvon Walker and Hutch game. Yep. And I'm really. I mean, just judging their stats prior, but even watching them today, Trayvon Walker is a great player. He's he's a great player. Yeah. But an incredible I'm, athlete. I am so much happier with Aiden Hutchinson on this team than I think I would have been with Trayvon Walker. I just but think Chris, so much his, more his arms are so much shorter. I know. I, I, I keep thinking, you know, <laughs> I, I could get the alligator out back and build some extensions for him. But yeah. I, <laughs> I, we keep getting these these matchups of the guy we could have had. Some people yep. said should have had versus the one we got. And it used to be when we get those, we'd get to hear about how our guy was so terrible. Yes, <laughs> yes. Like, no, I'm, I which, miss, which I miss, he was. I miss uh, Delaney Tavai quite a bit and Keith Tabor. If they could come back around, that'd be really great. That'd be great. <laughs> yeah, if they could just Love scream, that. cold beer. That's about as far yeah. as close as I want them coming around. Um, it reminded me when I saw Jamal uh, Agnew today of, <laughs> I, I said it in the, in the Slack, all I could think of was that, that guy from the, the that Pride thing getting dragged, like he was dragging Jamal in Twitter. Jamal comes back and he completely flipped and simped for him. It was like, what the fuck? <laughs> it's all I remember about Jamal Agnew anymore. It's all I remember. It's so funny. <laughs> oh, I miss man. Jamal Agnew. That, that Giants game, I think it was Giants game way back when when he won the game for us on that kickoff return or punt. Mm-hmm. I think it was a kickoff return, not a punt return, but um, miss having him around. Uh, uh, yeah, there's so many great players that, that have come and gone that I think this regime would have held on to. You know, and that's another thing about the same old Lions fans and all these dipshits um, out there. It's like, you know, we wouldn't have lost Lay if Campbell was here, yeah. you know, uh, mm-hmm. you know, we wouldn't have lost Diggs, you know, all nope. these, all these like uh, pieces would have, would have continued to be here. And, and that's the future we have to look, look forward to is, uh, you know, uh, I, I think players are going to want to stay here. Um, and possibly offer a discount. We'll see as that transpires and as time goes on and if we can string more and more wins together because uh, winning is going to be, you know, the key to that, I think. But I think people want to play here. 
Um, and that that's gorgeous. And if we can string some wins together, uh, man, I, man, I think we're looking so pretty. That's, I'm just going to keep calling you guys tonight four more times that's, until Ash picks me up. I'm going to miss him today. <laughs> that's a big thing, though. And this is this was the Lions at the beginning of this year with Hard Knocks and the coaching staff. You saw it from players on Twitter. They were tweeting like crazy. They're like, I'd like to go play for this guy. I would love to go and play for a coach like like Coach Campbell. He seems a little bit crazy, but just fun to play with, right? You see, you heard it, you heard it, you heard it. And then the season started out, and it's like ah, that cooled a lot of that kind of talk. Campbell, I, I want to win too, right? Is <laughs> the, the other part of the equation for the players? Well, yep. now they're starting to see it though. Now the team is putting it together, and you're seeing a team, and and these players and the coaches, they all talk. They all, it's it's you know you yep. you build the team, but you're talking to all the guys across the league. They talk all the time, and what they're hearing about is what's going yeah. on here, and what's happened. I think it really started with Hard Knocks last year was absolutely a year zero, and I think it was brilliant for them to want to take Hard Knocks mm-hmm. at the beginning of this year. Yep, because it's probably their number one marketing tool opportunity to draw other players, other coaches, other talent to the organization to show how it works. And I then, wish they were doing it in season, man. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And then to turn around and take this team from a couple losses, but like big scores, right? I mean, looking good early, a little bit of a tough time there around the Patriots. And then now start to sling these wins together and show that this can be a winning team. If you're that coach or you're that player, and you look and you say, like, I could be the guy that makes the difference to turn this thing into a winner. I don't know that there's any other team. And, and I say this obviously biased as a Lions person, but I look across the NFL. I don't know if there's any other team that I would want to be considered to be one of the key guys responsible for turning the, the, the tail of a, of a team into a winner. Because you know, right, you will be celebrated. And you can see the, the, the Red Wings from 97 right when they started winning uh, the little bit of a legacy there and the dynasty going on those guys you see Darren McCarty walk around town he doesn't buy it he doesn't buy a drink he doesn't buy dinner he's got a job talking about football man yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, he does whatever like, why he does wants. anybody Her- give a rat's ass what Darren McCarty has to say about a football team <laughs> 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 because of that you know what Man. i mean like yeah, yeah that's yeah. the cachet you get yep i i think that detroit can very very quickly got flipped and i think holmes and campbell done a great job beyond the coaching of the team but have done a great job of building detroit as a potential destination for thank people that have you. their choices of where to go so coos thank you yeah. sir eighty dollars and 68 cents takes us up to Ten six sixty nine sixty nine. I don't know why. Why is everyone so focused on the sixty nine number? I don't get it. Because oh, um, it's I, hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> but, but what's it mean? <laughs> but uh, no, thank you. Right, so if we don't, Coos, appreciate that. Sorry. Um, that's that's rock and rolling. I think Flounder, if you can give us an update where we are on the on the match, I think we're pretty close to the two hundo match. I'm gonna be super magnanimous and take us the rest of the way, whatever that is. Like five about five bucks or whatever. Whatever magnanimous means. <laughs> I just want Flounder to have to pay two hundred because I know he's going to make me do terrible things on that twenty four hour show. <laughs> I'm gonna have to start an OnlyFans. <laughs> I got Barbara Streisand tattoos. Yeah, don't worry about shit, man. That's that's delightful. Hey, you sound 
like somebody, Corey, who we might be able to get on the block to get a tattoo during the show. <laughs> if you've got babs. You're damn right, man. <laughs> I'm actually a virgin when it comes to ink, man. I woke up one time. I lived in Montana, and I woke up the next morning with a lip ring, and my friends were, it was my going away party before I moved to Colorado, and my friends were like, you know, you're just like, we didn't, we didn't, there was a tattoo shop was closed because the person was sick. And I'm like, well, I guess I got a lip ring now. Um, that yep. is what it is. So yeah, you guys work me in, man. Uh, I don't have a Barbara Streisand tattoo. That was uh, me being facetious. Uh, I'm more of a Beth Midler fan. If let so me ask you this: a, if we if we got to thirty five thousand, would you get a Bette Midler tattoo? <laughs> That's Holy a big ask, yeah, Chris. Come on. <laughs> I mean, I would say a no. Bette Midler tattoo. Yeah, man. I mean, God is watching us from a distance, man. But I don't know if he's that far away. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna die. That's awesome. Oh. It, it is what it is. <laughs> I'm, the first time I'm glad I learned that in elementary school. The same, you know. <laughs> now I can recite a laugh after a Lions victory. Oh. I never knew that would come in handy. We're four dollars uh, and thirty-two cents to go. Ash. Yeah, I got that. But, but you got to keep it sixty-nine, man. You got to keep the sixty-nine. Oh. Well, then I'll just make it five dollars. <laughs> all right, I'll round it off. All right, I'll make go. it. I'll make it ten. Let's. Or, no, that doesn't help at all. Yeah, five bucks. Okay. Okay. You make it a hundred, be seven sixty-nine. Well, I'm not going to do that, though. I'm a teacher, man. I got limitations on my budget here. Not in Canada. Come on. I'll help you raise money, man. Come on, Mr. Billionaire. Uh, I got students that think I'm secretly a billionaire. I'm like, no, man. I will not come within a uh, hundred kilometers of this place. It's the only yeah, reason teaching a, works because kids are not smart. <laughs> yep. it's, that's why the whole college thing came. Now you take their money to go and it's a whole different ball of wax, right? Oh, man. All right. <laughs> Like you're buying uh, uh, school materials for your students. There you go. You can write. It. I don't. I don't know how the write-offs work in Canada, but you can write it off in your your U.S. tax return. Ash. Well, we just don't buy. Oh, are you school materials for our students? That's the <laughs> not a, not a thing here. <laughs> <laughs> it's not either. They make the parents do it. All right, hey man, we're gonna let you go. All right. Yeah, man. Hey, man. You guys be well, dude. You too. Uh, love you guys, man. And uh, uh, like and subscribe, y'all. Yeah, there you go. All right, brother. Thank you. Okay. I think Flounder may have just said he'll match me if I do the C note. Flounder, I'm going to need you to confirm that because if you are going to match that, I will do it. Ooh. Here we go. <laughs> That's how teachers become millionaires. They can do math. <laughs> Oh, that's it. All right, that's it. I'm Try donating 100 teach. bucks and Flounder's matching me. Cool, 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 cool. I'll have to get you to send me the link after the show, Chris. Stachew.org slash DLP. Suppose I'll type that that's up right, right now. Right there on the screen next to your head. You know, I'm not looking anywhere except into my own beautiful brown I eyes. I know, I know. <laughs> Who would look at anything but your brown eye? All right. Plus, you know, that's for the audio fans, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Um, whew. Okay. So Lions take out the big win 40 to 14 over the Jags today. This is great. Oh, it is on screen. 
I'm done. I'm in done. Flounder did it. Ashception. We're waiting for all the updatey updaters to update. Uh, while we do that, really quick, ask folks to hit the like button and the subscribe button. We appreciate it when you do that. It helps us out a great deal. Helps other people find the show. Helps us grow. Uh, helps us. We've got a ton of people on helping cover senior bowl this year. And this is what helps us to do that. Uh, so you're going to have the best draft coverage anywhere in any of the Detroit media coming from Detroit Lions podcast this year. I'm telling you guys, it's going to be hot. We'll have coverage from senior bowl. We'll have coverage from combine. We will have so many different breakdowns and ways of looking at this. You guys are going to love it. And we have a bunch of different voices. That's one of the things that we've been working on and trying to build for, for a while here is not a, kind of common gestalt of how everybody says the same thing. That's what we want. We want people that have different ideas and think about things differently and bring different perspectives. Thank you. I think that gives you a much, much better perspective. Ash, you helped unlock a red wagon for St. Jude. Thank you, my friend. That's what I do, brother. Helping the children. $100 in. Woo. Loretto. I have a feeling no quarterback next draft. Lions fill the roster and go all in for Caleb Williams. Will be better to take a win now. Hit. I'm I'm down with quarterbacks that. are always better next year. Until it's next year, then they're better next year. Show me the fifteenth best in the world. Just keeps going. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, and that may be true. Uh, like this, if you look, if the season ended today, could you say that Jared Goff has played well enough to potentially earn himself another look? Um, yeah. Because again, the only games he's played poorly in were the ones where they were starting Khalif Raymond and Tom Kennedy. Yeah. And uh, when you're starting a player who did not make the bottom of your 53 man roster, that's a, that's a very, very bad thing in the NFL and you're not going to win. <laughs> it tends to be a problem. Uh, yeah. R- Romeo Cora came up in the conversation, got to definitely uh, cover that. Yes, he was back. He's, he's ready to play, but, and this well, is not active to what uh, Riz said earlier. He wasn't active. He's a big boy. That injury, that's the kind of injury that causes, you know, it's hard to come back from. Yep. They didn't need him. They had the personnel today, another week to 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 keep it happy uh, and get it better, and just a little bit more healing, a little bit more prep, a little bit more working out, and uh, and, and getting up to speed. I'm fine with that. And honestly, they might have just looked at it as, okay, we're going to open up the evaluation window, and is this going to be a thing this year? We just need to, you know, poop or get off Thank the pot, you. as it were. If Flounder that makes sense. Makes there we go, Flounder. You're the man. Hundred. 11,069.69. Thank you all. Love you people Boom. very, very much. Appreciate it. Woo. We're there. We're getting there. We're, 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 uh, uh, but, but yeah, back to Romeo Aquara. Uh, big dude. Those guys usually take two years to come back from the Achilles and not be terrible. Like, that's the thing. He might be able to pass an NFL physical right now. But unless you're worried about whether you can legally cut him or not, that's not the thing that actually matters. Because right. uh, <laughs> once he does, you can which he has, or he would not have been activated. But I think this is just opening up the decision-making process of like, if he comes back and there's three weeks left in the season, would you even bother? If that makes sense? Probably, probably not. Like why, why would you even like, just let him, let him take the year kind of thing. But they're looking at it right now and going like, okay, can we maybe get something out of him on those last three weeks where we're maybe making the push? You know what I mean? Can he be our third guy in? Can he be Pascal's backup for the rest of the year and be like a functional player? And can we just let basically Houston and, <laughs> you know, 
yeah. be the backup to our first round draft pick. Right. And, and that sounds delightful to me. I'm not going to lie. Like if that's our four man end rotation, it's been nice knowing you, Charles Harris, you, you gave us one solid year of service and then got your bag and, and, and just kept getting hurt. Yeah. Uh, you know, but it's, it's one of those things. One of those two guys is not going to be on the team next year, either Charles Harris or Romeo Okwara. And yeah. I think that's all they're trying to do right now is determine who, if there is already an answer. Yeah. 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 Uh, question. Will the lions sign Chark after the season or will they look to the draft to replace him? This is an interesting question. What's the bag that Chark wants, right? Yeah. Um, and what can he get? Cause like, if you, if you tell me they signed him for Josh Reynolds contract, I'm like, cool. Yep. 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 You know, like two years at seven mil average each, like, all right, that seems reasonable for that level of player. If he plays like halfway, not terrible for the rest of the year. Cause you know, like you can, you can write off the, before he got hurt as this is new quarterback, new offensive system, been injured for a year. There's a whole bunch of reasons you can excuse that. And then the first couple of weeks after he came back, well, dude was in a boot two weeks ago, Yeah, you know, like <laughs> maybe he doesn't quite have that cutting ability he used to have or the push off when he's trying to run in a straight line. Right. But now like we saw it today. So you can't tell me that he's got lingering issues no, in that found, regard, you found the connection. You found the yeah, connection. Like, I think a lot of it, know. a lot of it depends on his health for the rest of the year. Does the yep. connection, if the connection remains and he can stay healthy, that bodes well, he be, starts to become what they, they, they thought he was. I mean, it was a one year tryout deal. No yep. reason they can't do another one year tryout. You know what I mean? I mean, it's not in his best interest. His, his agent will tell no. him don't do that, but I'm not sure it depends. It all depends on what still happens. I really, I really think so. I, if, I think his career depends on these last couple games this season, to be honest with you. Yeah. Because, I mean, two years from now, if you tell me that Amon Ross St. Brown, DJ Chark, and Jamison Williams are our starting receivers, like, I'm, I'm good. You know? that that If that's how yeah. things work out, that's one of these things, like, if Goff is our starting quarterback, that is by far the ideal situation. Yep. yep. <laughs> you know? So, like, in the event that two years from now, Chark is a legitimate starting wide receiver in the NFL. Cause I mean, he, he had a season ending injury. Guys don't always come back perfect after that in the next year, you know, like sometimes confidence, sometimes lingering issues in terms of cutting and running. Everybody's timeline is a little bit different basically is what I'm getting at. So like, is there, has he definitively made that not a thing that we could do? No. I, Talk to Jim, Jimison Williams really quick. Came back. You heard the chance. We want JMO on, on, on the broadcast. It was awesome. Yeah. But like, why? why <laughs> like, do you want him to go out there and actually play Gunner? <laughs> the coaches obviously were joking to somebody that he was going to. And that person took it very seriously and went on the Fox pregame. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, come on, man. He was a great Gunner. Yeah. At Alabama, I will say, like, if you watch, like, look up his targeting call against Auburn and you're like that. I see why we drafted that guy. That's <laughs> I want that guy on my team, yep. you know, think, but I the guy's had three practices. That's why I didn't play today. Uh, you're, you're asking him to like, yeah, mental reps are great, but also like he drops two balls in every practice because he's got such an incredible amount of rust from not having been allowed to play. Like, do so you want him to come in and, and suck? I want him to come in today and do the track meet and remember what it's like to beat a live yeah. fire receiver 
or, or maybe run a jet sweep. I want him to. I, I don't necessarily even even the the one target he got. I'm I'm fine. Just that one. Yep. But I want him to be on the field against the enemy because yeah. Next week he is going to be on the field against the enemy, and yep. I expect him to get the ball, and I expect them to not have any tape of what my plans for Jamison Williams are next yep. week in a game that I really, really, really need to win because if I win it, it's huge. It is huge if the Lions beat yep. the Vikings next week. And boy, would I love to pull off the cover and surprise the shit out of the Vikings with what I'm doing with Jamison Williams. And I think that's Absolutely. what we saw from Jamison Williams today. That's yeah, it. like there's no reason to show your cards in this game. Even in the blow the up. Like a lot of people were like saying, like, I just I just want him to get a series. And I'm like, I, I don't want him to sniff a field. I want him to take his shoulder pads off and go sit on that bench. And listen to what his, you know, pals are talking about in the, you know, delightful joy of this brilliant victory. Even even <laughs> on his target, I don't think he was more than 60 percent speed running. I mean, he wasn't he, no. he didn't turn it on at all. But I want to go back. You just mentioned so shoulder pads. and I want to go back to that really quick. Isaiah Bugs walking off the field. <laughs> My man's shoulders are wider than his shoulder pads. Did you yep. notice that? Like they come out past the yep. that dude He's doing the opposite of what I did in high school in grade 10. <laughs> He looked, he looked like he had the old school pads on, but that's just yep. his freaking shoulders. <laughs> Holy yep. shit. Oh, my yep. God. He's a big boy. I knew he was a big Can't boy. Can't hold the pads if the pads don't go that far. <laughs> you for, you miss it. Like, you see him out there with, with the other players. And it's like, God damn, he's big. Then you see him walking off with the trainers, right? And his yep. freaking bicep, bicep is as big around as the trainer's shoulders. Yep. I'm like, holy crap. He's literally a giant. That yep. guy is a monster. Holy cow. I couldn't believe it. Like, go back. I, I tell you people, go back and look. Look at Bugs walking off the field. I'm not joking. His shoulders come out from up beyond the pads. <laughs> His shoulder pads to him look like most people's thigh pads. Look on him. <laughs> <So> <laughs> wow. What a giant. Man. And honestly, like, decent player. Yeah. You know? Not not a guy you need to get rid of. Great you know? addition this year. Great addition. And we're running yep. we're running so low on those guys that you need to get rid of. You know what I mean? Like how how often have we been staring at twenty guys on the roster right now where we're just like I like I don't know if they can replace everyone they need to. Oh, yeah. Well, and, <laughs> and this year it's this year it's like they need to bring in some competition for that guy, but like we're okay. And we're gonna have guys that go off to other teams that do yep. well. Yeah. And that's something Lions fans are not used to. No. We, and you're, the whole we should have kept X or Y is going to be a huge conversation piece. Like, you know what I mean? I look we'll, forward to those conversations. We'll lose a game you know? because of a, we let Anzalone go. Hansel, and he would have done well that week. Anzalone did that. He would have done You know, it's like, oh, yep. my God. Man. Get out of the anal zone, please. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love that that guy signed that jersey. They signed it saying that yep. you know like yep. just oh that's like I, I hope he's back like if if these linebackers and another draft pick are the linebackers next year i'm fine with that you know what i mean yeah because yeah, like yeah. he's he's all right yeah. you know what i mean he should be somebody's third linebacker why not be our third linebacker right. you know right. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah i'm with you and he's a good guy he's a good guy yeah lions drafting a te this year i would think later if they do yeah, they're if it's a, before the fourth, I'd be shocked. It's, they're grabbing a, t, a tight end with the Rams. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> the city would burn. The city would burn. Well, maybe if they trade back, it'll be one of those picks they get for that pick. That uh, yeah, and that's that's, a, that's something we we can expect that we 
couldn't expect before is a lot of horse trading around. Brad Holmes does yep. move. He wheels and deals and he does a good job with it. So we'll see. All right. Please like and subscribe to the show. We've got a lot of coverage coming for you. A lot of pop-up stuff that's happening. And appreciate it when you do that. That helps us out. Helps us help others to find this content. And look, the like button's right there. You're sitting there. It's just a little click. And what else are you going to do besides watch our Subscribe. Places? You should also subscribe. I like it when you say <laughs> things like that. It makes me feel mm-hmm. sexy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I have with like at least eight different accounts. So, well, there you go. Like y'all ain't out there making new Gmails and then going on YouTube and subscribing to this channel. I, I don't even know what you're doing with your lives, man. <laughs> Daniel Caragulo. <laughs> thank you, sir, for your subscribe, the latest subscriber to the show. Thank you very much. And also everyone for the, with super chats for the show. Thank you guys for supporting the show that way too. It's yep. really, really cool of you. Um, let's go and remember we need your involvement don't forget about us on patreon you'll get the best conversations throughout the week 24 7 worldwide uh the slack chat is the most amazing place the coolest people hang out and it's great conversations uh tons of lions chat nfl chat hockey chat i mean we've got channels for everything i mean it's a great place you need to know how to fix something in your house that's okay we got a home improvement chat does it for you you want to learn how to use your blackstone that's okay we got a good cooking chat all kinds of good you want stuff pictures of my vegan takeout <laughs> you're gonna get that too i avoid that channel but otherwise <laughs> a lot of great chat and great people in the lion stuff is just second to none I've, I've i mean i've been to all the forums and i know so uh head on over to patreon.com slash detroit lions podcast patreon.com slash detroit lions podcast become a subscriber for at least five dollars a month and you'll get access to the slack chat if you, want to, if you want to support us for less that's cool too you can do that we're good with it also follow us on twitter at det lions podcast det lions podcast it's the very best place to see us without pants pants free also um give us a call via skype detroit lions podcast detroit lions podcast all one word um kind oh god i can't remember the name for pants oh a kind toten no kind hosen kind hosen that's it i'm thinking uh the toten hosen the band mm-hmm. uh or calls the lines line 929 Three three lions nine two nine three three five four six seven. Uh, be sure to go to Detroit Lions podcast. Subscribe to the podcast. Why would they subscribe to the podcast, Ash? What happens? Well, what occurs is there is an automatical process by which, through various integration and workflow, uh, we show up without any further effort on your part in a box <laughs> that is yours. <laughs> synergy <laughs> thank you for tuning in and we're going to see you next time on the detroit lions podcast remember no pants no toasters no hot tubs no sense no problems because we are your detroit lions and reddit connection how about that win thank you all for watching thank you all for listening see you this week how about the lions <laughs> Final seconds winding down, and look at that. How big is that? Chris and Case out of time. Pack the bag, start the plane. This show is over. You've had enough of that shit.